everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. We had a big election this week. Did you guys vote? We're talk I politics right am... off the top. We're going to get right into it. We're going to break it all down. I'm not Who a won the House? Citizen. Who won the Senate? Wait, you're not a Connecticut citizen? No. I'm no. a citizen of New Hampshire. You're still a citizen of New Hampshire? Yeah. Did you send in an absentee ballot at least? Uh, I did not. Did you vote? I don't I never vote. live there, so you guys are awful. I vote for like the presidential primaries and stuff, but mm. I've never voted in my life. I voted. I went twice to vote. The first time I went what? there, like the parking lot was full. Oh, I, I was like, <laughs> like I don't think you should be able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm lying. Please don't, please don't tell people. I voted twice. Ask me anything. No, I, uh, <laughs> I went. I was gonna go before work, and then the parking lot was full. I was like, well, I could park on the street and like walk in, but I only have like. I don't know, 20 minutes to get to do this and get to work because normally it's never busy when I go to vote, but it was the, like the biggest voter turnout in the history of midterms. Yep, pretty was that cool. This week, what? I thought that was last week. No, it was just like four days ago. Yeah, it was oh. Tuesday. It was a really long week in politics. That's probably why. I mean, I don't I, I, I it's a really long week in life. No, the reason I brought it up is uh, I, I showed it to you guys and I put, I put it on Twitter as well. The uh, the poster that I saw in the school where I go to vote. Oh, uh, the Fortnite, the poster? Fortnite, Fortnite thing. Go vote Fortnite. It's so stupid. That made like, me not want to vote even more. I know. <laughs> well, because it, it, like, for those of you that didn't see it, and I did, I put it up on Twitter that day. Check um, Broken Clock pod, uh, Pods. Pods. Yeah. At Broken Clock Pods there on Twitter. Is. Joe listens. Um, yeah, it's just, it's two generic Fortnite characters. One is the bear and one is like the girl. Mm-hmm. And they're just colored red, white, and blue. And, and it the, just says vote November sixth, but it's in these weird like, block letters. Like it's not Fortnite typeface. It's clearly like they just wanted to give kids a project related to voting to teach them the importance, which is good. I, I can only imagine. I guess, I guess maybe they were like, yeah, just teaching them. But it was the kind of thing where like anyone who would see that, I would imagine would have had to been a under the voting age. It, that's the thing. It was in an elementary school. So okay. anyone yeah. who sees it on a regular basis is either a teacher who I would hope would vote anyway, or a person that's there to vote. Oh, yes, right. Because and it's, but I drove, I'm already there for voting. Like maybe, I drove past the local school in my like my area that was having the vote, and I was actually, you're talking, it was like full. Mine, there was like barely anyone there. I guess it depends on the time. Yeah. Yeah, I went at like 10 o'clock. Oh, the class of everyone was mobbed. Well, yeah, see, I I went at like it was like nine thirty in the morning. So like after most people go to work, yeah, I went and it was full. And then when I went at the end of the day, it was like five six o'clock, and it was still pretty full. Um, Mm. And normally when I go like to vote for president, I never have to wait in a line or look for a parking spot. It's just the nature of the beast. Uh, I drove past mine at like ten thirty, and there was like nobody there. So Mm. maybe they're already done. Mm. Yeah, it depends on the town too. Everything's spread out. But I just thought the Fortnite thing was funny because most people that would see it would be. People who are already there to vote. I guess if parents pick kids up there from like school, like an after school program maybe. I just but... found it funny because I was like, Fortnite is the game where everyone just gets together and murders each other. Yeah. And they're saying like, vote! Yeah. Come together, but stay separate. Like if that's what elections were, I'd be more interested in voting. Well, whoever, whoever is the one left standing at the end. Yeah, that's You just drop games. a bunch of politicians into the thing and then they just... Fight to the death. Yeah, you're thinking of Hunger Games. That's what you want. Uh, yeah, but the, but then Candace everything makes you become president. At yeah, <laughs> or at least gets to improve her district's uh, like food tokens. She's or also a panda. Yeah. So who knows? Mm. But, yeah, pretty funny, ridiculous though. They'll just slap Fortnite on anything. But yeah, get those kids to to vote by using Fortnite. Yeah, no one seeing that is not going to vote already, or didn't know about voting. Yeah, it's silly. That's that's the thing I hate about leading up to elections is everyone telling me to vote. It's like I know. 
All right? I'm going to go. It's, it's everywhere. If you have to tell me I wasn't going to go, and I, if you weren't going to go, I don't want your vote anyway. So well, like Adam, I, I was telling you this, like, last time we talked about it. The reason that I don't care about voting is at the time that I turned 18. I turned 18 in 2001 for the 2001 election when voter die was the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. And everything was like, voter die. And I was like, I just, no. <laughs> yeah, voter die, Joe. Yeah. And here I am, uh, fucking 20 years later, I'm still alive, so... Yeah, but you're dead inside, so... That's true. Uh, um, since you're dead inside, uh, what did you play this week? Uh, I didn't have a good transition out of that. <laughs> that didn't work. No, and, like, fine. I, I, I was really like, fuck, I would really have loved it if I was playing like Resident Evil or something, and I had something like zombie-related or something to go along with that. You're like, I'm a zombie now, but, so I've been but, playing Resident Evil. But no. no. Uh, I was just playing more Red Dead. Uh, they had a zombies mode back in the day. In so. the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this. Probably one too. getting this one. Uh, I was talking to John about it. I keep finding like weird occult stuff in the game that I feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna get like tied to that. I saw a thing, and I don't know if it's spoilers because I didn't actually read the article because I was like, oh, I hope it's not true. Are there vampires in Red Dead? Is uh, that know, occult I've, type stuff that you're seeing? I've there heard is that also. Stuff. There's like, there's a cult of people, like so maybe they turn into vampires eventually. Yeah, I saw a headline that was like, are there vampires in Red Dead? I was like, oh, God, I hope not. Uh, I, I saw a completely different thing. I saw somebody mention it online that like, oh, now that Red Dead has vampires, I thought, okay, that's weird. Um, but I haven't seen anything Red Dead related. I was just like randomly going through the woods and I came across a altar like built in the middle of nowhere in the woods with like a body severed in half with like an occult mask on it and a bunch of occult symbols written on the ground all around it. And I was like, you know, there was nothing telling me to go there. I just randomly came across it. I was like, okay, this is weird and yeah. like i could take the mask so i took the mask so now i have a weird occult mask and you're cursed yeah i'm sure that's gonna come back at some point absolutely i don't know if this is something where like it's just a random mission that i like found skipped ahead to and like found the end of the mission maybe yeah uh i was also going i found a witch in the woods which uh, woods? <laughs> uh those woods the ones with trees oh okay cool yes uh, I, I was randomly going around and I found like a crazy old lady living in the woods and she had like a bunch of dogs that attacked me and the guy was like what is you know my character said something about like is this a witch or something and he said that and uh, I ended up hog tying her because <laughs> I like didn't want to kill her because it was the same thing I was like I don't know if I'm supposed to come back here later on on a mission that's going to tell me to go like find this crazy old witch lady living sure, in the woods let's just throw her in the water and see if she drowns yeah. oh shit or you light her on fire and see if she gets out of it mm-hmm. you can push her off a cliff and if she's a witch then she'll fly on her broom yeah her broom will come out and save her yeah, yeah. yeah. or uh, she'll turn into a black cat and land on her feet that's true mm-hmm. uh, so I just like hog tied her and then, like, ransacked her house. And then I was, like, leaving. I was like, hell, oh, I'll untie her just in case, like, a bear doesn't come by and eat her while I'm gone or, or something. Or she starves to death while you're waiting for Did the next mission. Did you at least mission. bring her back in the house? No. I just, I cut her loose. And then she pulled out a shotgun and started shooting at me, so I ran away. <laughs> uh, Why does a witch need a shotgun? Yeah. Uh, and I also found, a, a like, a crazy old lady uh, chained up in an outhouse. So I was just going by, and I, like, saw an outhouse randomly in the middle of the woods, like, on the woods on, like, the outskirt of a building, like a like a, uh, a farm. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's a random outhouse in the woods over here, and it was all covered in chains, and, like, I walked up to it, and I could hear a woman inside talking, so, like, you walk up to it, and, like, she reaches out and tries to grab you. Yeah, you said she was just repeating numbers. And then I, like, backed away, and then all she did was she just started repeating numbers over and over again. Did you write the numbers down? Or no, it was, it was, uh, 
I, I, it's marked down on the map, so yes, I could probably go all back of the to numbers. <laughs> I could, but she's just sitting there. She's like eight, fourteen, seven, twelve, thirty-six, four. You know, like just saying numbers over and over again. So I didn't know where it started and where it stopped. It's mm. probably code. Probably. Yeah. I don't know what the point of it was, so I just walked Give away. Combination Forget to, get her to out of the drink address. your oval tea? <laughs> <laughs> Eva Net Yash? Oh. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I keep finding like this weird shit that's like going on in the game, and I don't know if it's supposed to just be like, this is just a kind of random weird shit that happened a hundred years ago. Or if it's all going to tie into something at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if that's your weird, like, you know, Dead like, Nightmare style DLC. Well, like, thing. GTA Five had, like, all the UFO stuff that, like, nobody ever figured out what the point of all that was. And the alien trapped in the ice? Yeah, that's right, yeah. There was all the UFO stuff. There was the alien trapped in the ice in the beginning where you could find, like, the Predator. If you went to the mountain, it had, like, uh, cave drawings of, like, UFOs in the yeah. sky and stuff. and. I think if you take the submarine, you can find a UFO crash in the middle of the ocean. And if you wait at a certain time, the UFO flies by mm-hmm. in the sky. So like people still never figured out that. Um, that would probably play what those DLC. Easter eggs were about. Yeah, ease as the kids say these days. <laughs> That's what everyone calls them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be something that you'll get to eventually that explains what that is, even if it is DLC or something later on or mm-hmm. a pack of some kind. Although I don't know if they're going to do that. They may just stick with uh, the online. Yeah, they never end up making DLC for GTA Five, so. They just added more and more to the online stuff instead. Yeah, because the online prints money for GTA. It still much. is. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, GTA just sold the hundred millionth. Their uh, they finally shipped the hundred million copies of the game. That seems like they would have hit that so long ago. I know. I actually top... honestly was kind of confused by that as well. It's. I wonder if that's shipped physical copies and therefore all of the copies. digital. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a shipped copies, so. But I don't know what if their terminology includes like shipping means that we gave you a code for it. Oh. Like you know what? Like it could yeah. be any kind of industry weird speak, where they lump it in together so they can say the impressive number of a hundred million. Yeah. Or they don't need to lump it in because they've hit a number of a hundred million actual physical copies. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure that's over PS3 and PS4 and Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And yeah, because yeah. it's been on four yeah. consoles by yeah. now. Yeah. And PC, right? Yeah, and PC. Yeah. But there's only one PC version. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, just playing more Red Dead. Um, now you I, had some hot takes last week. How are you feeling about it now? Are you still griped by the same things, or are you kind of just settling into, oh, this is great, I love it, I don't care about the other stuff? I, I like, I've just accepted it. Hmm. Like, I'm still, you know, it, it, you know, my biggest gripe was like the the uh, downtime in between stuff, and I just kind of was like, like just. Nature of the it's, beast. it's yeah it's it's how the game is like i have to suck it up at this point so uh, like i just kind of like shut my brain off at that point and try not to think about it hmm. like i still enjoyed the game and i still think it's a good game but like i've just kind of gotten used to you know it's stockholm syndrome i just got used to it like <laughs> it's just how it is so enjoy the mundanity of the last yeah pretty much yeah so yeah i'm like still enjoying it um Otherwise, besides more Red Dead, uh, me and John were hanging out at my place yesterday, and we decided to dust off my PSVR. Mm. Uh, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally dust off the PSVR because it's been sitting there for a long time. That's weird. My phone didn't ring to get the invite for that. It's so strange. It was also yeah. like uh, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night. So. I stay up late. I like games. Yeah, because I was like dicking around on the uh, like PlayStation Store, and I realized that um, uh, Tetris Effect came out. Uh, yeah, the day before we w- were playing. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it came out on Friday after I had come home from Best Buy, 
and was like, oh, I don't want to go back out to this. Because like, I forgot that it was coming out. I was excited for it. Did it even have it. a physical version? It does, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even think it had a physical version. I, I didn't, didn't either until he told me. Yeah, I didn't know until I saw that the game cost $40. And I was like, what's $40? Yeah. Is there a physical version? That was literally, well, not the, is there a physical version, but like, I'm sitting there looking at it kind of going like, I want to play this, but $40 for Tetris seems My like yeah. a lot of money. Like, how, how different can it be to justify that much money? Well, so why don't you tell us, Joe? How it? different is it? <laughs> Not that different. <laughs> Look, it's good. Yeah. I don't think it's $40 good. Well, but you won't, you, like, from what I understand, it's deep enough with the different modes and different things that you can do with it where it actually works out to being justifiable. So I don't know if you just haven't played it enough or if it is, like, again, I haven't played it yet. Yeah. I'm still deciding whether I want to buy it digitally for my own sake of ease when i want to play it whenever i want or if i want to buy it physically so that way if i go over somebody's house that has a ps4 i just have to bring the game and the vr headset to play the vr stuff like which way i've i've uh, honestly even knowing that there's a physical copy i'm i'm glad i bought it digitally anyway just because buying uh particularly with psvr games i'm okay with buying those digitally uh, because I'd rather just be able to like not have to carry not only the PSVR with me, not only all the controllers, the not only all that stuff, but also a stack of PSVR games. Yeah. I'd much rather just be able to like download them on just another person's. Console. Yeah, but then you have to bring the whole console. That's the thing. Like, no, you can just log into your account and then download it. That's true. Yeah, yeah it didn't take too long to download either. No, I mean they're not exactly huge games. No. They're all meant to be more bite-sized games than like full-blown things. Mm. Unless you're playing like Resident Evil Seven, yeah. You know? Well, that's that's a regular game first. At least. That has with VR a VR mode, mode stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, Tetris. Like I said, it, it is good game. It's Tetris. Like no matter what, I'm always happy to play Tetris. Mm-hmm. You know, however many years it is since the first time I played Tetris, fucking thirty years since I first played Tetris, yeah. I still enjoy it to this point. It's still great. Yeah, um, and it's a very good version of it. Um, I. Like, the VR, to, to the extent, is, like, kind of cool because it does, to an extent, immerse you in it. But, like, there's not much to it. So, like, you are just staring at a regular Tetris board going in front of you. And it's just, like, shapes and colors going around you. So, you're still focused on the Tetris board. Like, you're playing Tetris. Like, you can't really take your eye off of it and, like, look around and, you know, see how crazy this world is. So, you know, it's something where... VR doesn't really work when your focus is entirely on one thing. Well, I mean, I, I again, having not played it, I assume that blocking out the things in your peripheral vision that could be stimulus, where it'd be like, oh, something caught my eye in the corner that is gone, and I'm now fully immersed in this Tetris board world. Did you play it not in VR? Uh, no. Okay. So I was kind of, like, hoping maybe there would be some sort of, like, VR-specific mode where, like, you know, the blocks are falling from, like, all around you and you have to, like, look around at the blocks and that stuff. Would be cool. But you're still just staring, like, it's basically like if you were playing Tetris and then holding your phone in front of you and playing like that while, like, walking down the street. Mm. Like, the world is still going around you as you're walking down the street, but you're staring at the phone because you're trying to not lose at the game. But there was, like, cool stuff. It Also, we didn't play with the headphones on, and it, like, told you, like, mm. it's definitely better to play with the headphones on. Yeah, because that's, that's where the immersion comes from. Right. In, well, and, like, things do swirl around you, and it's, like, almost a, like, rhythm game at certain points. Well, yeah, because it's music and... No, it's totally, they just took Luminous and made it Tetris. But not what? really. Like... Well, like, as you, you know, you 
you go through like the different worlds of the game, like the different settings of it, and each kind of one has its own song and its own theme to go along with it. And like the way it works is like as you rotate or move the blocks, like the music goes wrong with the rotations and yeah. stuff like that. So like you rotate you the block and the music and will go. Yeah. You move it to the left or right, the beat changes. You drop it. You get like a Tetris and like you get a musical note to it. And I mean that's how like uh, Luminez was, where everything you actually interacted in the game, like every time you did anything in the game, the music went along with it. Uh, it's cool. Like I like it. There were definitely some good songs that I really got into. There was bad ones too. Well, yeah, that's any yeah. music. You're not gonna enjoy everything. Remember, yeah. there was one that was just like every time you rotated the blocks or like moved around, it was just like the sound of like somebody hitting like a bamboo stick. It's like bunk 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 bunk. Well, and then there was the one that was like. Anytime you rotated something, it was like a chorus. They would just go, ah. And so it was just like really annoying. So it was like, ah, 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 And you're just like, ah, just stop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That sounds kind of awesome. And then like sometimes the, the effects of the world going on got like a little annoying as well. There was one where it was just like windmills flying through the sky oh. at you. Well, yeah. And the pieces changed too. So the windmill one, the pieces were all gears instead of blocks. And it was really fucking hard to understand what was going on. And because the windmills were like moving towards you they would like start in the distance at a speck in the like distance so they would like for a while they would like take up the tetris track in front of you so like you had like a windmill like in the background and it made it very hard to like focus on the pieces well yeah it's it's ramping up the difficulty that sounds kind of cool I mean, it was just distracting to me. I mean, that was the worst. Well, I think that's the idea, though, right? Maybe. Assume, it's sure. possible. Like, like, play around this thing flying at you. That but, was probably the worst one, but for the most part, like, I was bobbing my head with it and, like, enjoying the the modes. Like, we played through the campaign-ish and, um, like... There's a campaign, but all it is... Yeah, there's a campaign, but all it basically is is just going through all of the uh, different, like, song tracks and stuff. John, can you put your mic closer for me, please? Yeah. Thanks. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I still don't think it was worth 40 bucks. Just because at this point it's hard to justify $40 for Tetris. Like, I just don't think Tetris can be anything more than $20 at this point. Is there multiplayer? There was, like, this, like, world thing. So you, like, selected a different mode, and it asked you, like, what country you're from. And then you and everyone collectively in your country tried to work towards some goal. We didn't look into it too much, but there was like four different modes and you get points for those modes that go towards the goal and then you have to compete against other people from other countries. Mm -hmm. But there's not like Joe's watching in the VR headset, you're watching on the TV and you're playing Tetris against each other? Not that we saw. I mean, there was only two modes listed when we played it it was I just mean, the campaign yeah, I didn't see and anything the about thing. any kind of there was no like yeah no uh Not split even like screen or anything multiplayer no. or anything hmm. it was more of a like collaborative yeah because that's where more value would come in is if oh hey in, like in addition to vr which is a cool feature you can play multiplayer where yeah. one person's playing in vr and one person's playing on yeah, the that'd be, yeah. yeah like i remember like playing tetris axis on the 3ds that had like uh, like eight player Tetris mm. and stuff. Well, like Tetris on Super Nintendo had multiplayer where yeah. you play against each other. So. Tetris 1 had multiplayer, didn't it? No. Well, it was game, no, you're right. Because it would have been Game yeah, Boy. Yeah, it was just Tetris. I, there was probably there was link cables back then, I think. But I was thinking of the Nintendo version. Oh, no. It's not even Tetris 1. Tetris 1's on Game Boy, right? Well, originally no, was Tetris, Tetris was on, on like Nintendo Commodore. Also. I know, but what was the like the first version of Tetris? Game, was Boy. game Boy. Game, game Boy, right? yeah. The first no, official was... version because it was like a PC game way before that. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a PC game first originally, mm. Russian PC game. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, uh, like, I mean, I I would recommend it if you don't care about spending the money. 
Yeah, I might just wait for it, especially with, like, Black Friday and sales and stuff yeah. right around the corner. Like, VR games always have, like, a sale week on PlayStation Network anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah. I'll probably just wait. Yeah. Uh, other game uh, we played uh, was Superhot VR. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. John, you talked about Superhot very the recently. console version. Right. Yeah, so what do you think of the VR version? The VR version is fucking great, too. I mean... <laughs> really, really It's is. super fun. It's a completely different game, too. Um, I mean, it's a completely different mode, obviously, because it's VR, yeah. but it doesn't have a story like the the console version does, and also all of the levels are completely different because um, you can't physically move in the space. You, you only can stand still, mm-hmm. um, but it has different things that the like VR version does that the... Uh, console version doesn't for instance you can block bullets with your guns which is super cool so like i didn't realize it until joe was just like poking bullets out of the air with his pistol um but it's super fucking fun because it's uh, obviously like you're you're doing what you're doing in the game so you feel like a ninja or like you know a matrix style person when you're like yeah, you're grabbing guns and throwing yeah yeah you really are um but it was it was super cool, and then like it still pulls you out. So you're still playing a game in the like diegesis of the world. You're still playing a game that's a VR game. So like your character in it comes in, like puts a disc into the into the um, PC and like pulls the VR headset on. So stuff still happens outside of that, um, but there's no story like there was in the in the. Um, I, there's like a vague one because the farther you get through the game, more like yeah, weird stuff is happening. happening. Like. The last thing that happened was it took us back to the real, the quote unquote real world within the game. Yeah. And like there was like a uh, floppy disk that was like coming out of one of the computer screens, but like the computer screen was like pulsating and yeah. like glowing and like rippling and stuff. So it's like the disk like slid out of the screen and was supposed to take it. Um, so like clearly things are happening, but it's all um, like you have to figure it out for yourself. It's not hand holding you, which is kind of like just shit's happening. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You know, uh, can't explain it. Well, and like in the in the console version, you get like special powers later on where you can teleport into somebody else's body. And um, this one, you can like you hold down the triggers and the top buttons, and you can like explode a dude's head. So there are two different like superpowers that you get in him, um, which like are kind of harder in this version. But it's still co- it's probably the best VR game I've played so far because i was doing the most moving around it felt the coolest yeah uh, at like, one I, point you, you can't help but feel like a badass yeah. while playing it are you playing with the controller or are you playing with move it's move, it's move controllers yeah. yeah um and at one point they uh the game like even both versions tries to like play with your mind a lot which is really cool and at one point it like you start the next level and it says like look down and you're on the fucking edge of a building and i'm like looking down and then like i i like look down a little and it goes no look down i look up and it goes no look down and joe's like look down all the way and i was like uh uh-uh, uh i'm not doing it and you, you you have to and then you look down all the way and it fucking just pushes sitting, you off the nothing edge nothing is happening so he's just sitting there like standing on the edge of this thing looking around hoping that there was like something behind him that he's supposed to get or something but yeah. i'm like dude you gotta look down. <laughs> and you're, you're like, look down all the way. I was like, nope, not gonna do it. And then it pushes you off the edge and it's like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. So yeah, and all of a sudden John's just face planting straight into the ground from like 50 stories up. Yeah, yeah. I'm uncomfortable just in the description of it. Because I just like, remember when we were playing, what was it, Farpoint? Like giant bugs came at me and I'm like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. No. 
Well, yeah, the first time we played VR, Joe was like, hey, sit down and play this thing. And I was like, okay. And he's like, it's an ocean simulator. And for those of you who don't know, I fucking hate the ocean. John is terrified of the ocean and anything fish related. Oh, and that's one where you're in like a shark cage. So I was like, you're going in the shark cage. Yeah. And I was just like, no. And you're like, I'll give you 10 bucks. And I was like, mm, fine. <laughs> um, but then You he, like, almost turned down $10 to go and... No, I did, he actually did turn down. Um, like Skippy and Tyler also had to pitch in money as well yeah. to get you to do it. Yeah. I think it was thirty bucks in the end. Well, we and then all, we I didn't know what it was. Ten dollars. And then and then I'm so I'm standing up and doing this, and I'm like, you know, like you get that moment where like you feel like things are about to fall and like your butt hurt, like tickles. What? Like I don't know, like <laughs> like on a roller coaster. Your butt tickles? Like on a roller coaster, you can feel like your your insides are. About I, I know the feeling of like you feel yeah. like your your guts like just drop. Right, it down. drops to your butt. Yeah, you know but that you know butt that part tickle where... is not a way I would describe well, it. No, you know how like when you feel that something's coming and you just get that butt tickle. That's kind of what he's talking about. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's getting left in there. Sure. It, oh, a hundred percent. So it's getting... in that game, I'm like feeling that. I'm just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And then Joe just slowly puts a chair behind me and then I'm just like, oh fuck, fuck. Maybe that was the butt tickles, Joe walking up behind you with, <laughs> a, with a chair. No. Um, but yeah, that uh, Superhot's definitely the most immersive and coolest VR game that I've played. And we didn't even beat it. Like we got... No. We got pretty damn far, I'm guessing. We got, what, I mean, I, four I, of the I'm levels? not really sure. I don't know how many levels there were in the game. Well, four of the worlds, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super fucking cool. You feel like a badass. And like, it's uh, trial and error based. I mean, just like the, the console version was. But this one's even cooler because like, you know what you're doing. So like, when you get later on, you're just like, all right, I know the next level. I got, I got two swords. So I got to stab the dude right and left. And then you just fucking throw the swords in the middle. And then you grab the next level. And you just like... You know, keep moving and moving and moving. So eventually, you just feel like a badass because you're just like shooting dudes without even paying attention to knowing, because like you know where they are. At one point, like Joe was playing a level and knew there was a gun behind him, and so I'm watching on the screen. He he's obviously playing in VR, but all I can see on the screen is him like reach behind him, grab a gun, shoot behind him, like grab a gun in front of him. He's not even looking because he just knows that where where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another cool thing it does is it has the um, whenever you get a trophy, a sticky note falls from the sky. And like, yeah, because when you're in like the quote unquote real world, uh, there's you know the guy has like sticky notes all over his apartment. You know they're on the computer screen with all sorts of stuff like that. So like while you're playing, when a trophy pops up, a sticky note falls out of the sky in the game that you can like grab. And that's so your it, trophy notification. That's letting you know yeah. that you got a trophy. That's yeah. cool. Which is really cool because I've never played it out of all the games for like Xbox and you know every achievement, every trophy, and anything like that. Like they just pop up. It usually yeah. has nothing to do with an actual like uh interaction with the game yeah even in vr i think i've gotten trophies and they just pop like normal well like the the, the trophy pop-up does appear like in the corner of your screen yeah but the note also falls from the sky yeah. oh okay i thought it was replacing it yeah would be so way it'd, be like, it'd be like if you were playing like halo and every time you got an achievement like you know it popped up on master chief's visor saying like you know you've unlocked this right you know, that would be thing. cool yeah um yeah which i was <laughs> like awesome yeah, yeah i was like this seems really cool i wish it would like do more more games like took that idea and yeah. actually made them like interactive or like part of the game yeah yeah but it's great yeah i like it like i said you just feel like such a badass playing that game like you know that scene in the matrix where like neo first kind of realizes that he can manipulate the matrix itself and the bullets coming at him and like he kind of steps to the side and like watches the bullet go past him in slow-mo and like picks it up out of the sky yeah 
Like it's like that. Like nice. you're just you're dodging and you're just like watching the bullet go by in slow mo. And like you can like like I said, take your gun and just like knock the bullet out of the air. You're just like, oh, I just feel so fucking cool right now. Sick. I yeah. think you sign in on my PS4, so I may have to just go download those and try them out myself. Yeah, if you want, give them a try. Yeah, absolutely. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. And, or I mean, and to play the console version too. They're two very different but very similar games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it definitely like. Uh, it reminded me how much fun the VR is. I know. Like, it's been a while since I played the VR, and, like, I hooked it all up, and I'm like, why don't I play this more often? Because this is really fun. It's cumbersome. It's yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Well, like, I mean, even then, like, hooking it up was a bitch beforehand. Yeah. Like, trying to remember, like, all the different cables and where everything Reach goes. And then the I was like, oh, wait, my my uh, move controllers are dead, so, like, we're going to yeah. have to plug those in and wait, so... We were like, okay, we gotta play something that doesn't require the move controllers right now. So we actually, yeah, we also played a lot of um, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Yeah. Because that was the only game that I had that um, needed the controllers mm. instead of the, uh, or like a, a, a DualShock instead of the move controllers. Yeah, yeah. We so got we pretty that. decent at that too. Yeah, we did actually. We like got through like nine levels. Mm-hmm. Nice. But yeah, I, uh, it made me kind of go like, oh yeah, VR is really, really fun. I need to do this more often. Yeah. So. Well, the thing is, is that for VR to be truly like the most fun, you need to have somebody else over, at least one other person. Like, yeah. It needs to yeah. be yeah. in like an immersive thing, but also you need a to have other experience. people to like, yeah, you need to have other people see what's going on rather than just describing it. Yeah. Uh, although that's what we're doing now and it's still fun. Don't worry. Um, but so like, all right, you have to have somebody over. That has to be the specific like reason for it. It's not just like, hey, come over and we'll maybe feel like doing VR. Like I feel like it has to be a purposeful thing that you would want yeah. to do. Because yeah. I've been trying to get a buddy of mine to bring over Gran Turismo so we can play that in VR. Uh, and we just like never remember to do it because it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't play VR as much. Like We joke, but not really joke about how we hate getting up to change discs. <laughs> like, now i got to add 16 wires to my console and stand there? Like, no thank you. Wait for your move controllers to charge. Charge. Yeah, exactly. And, like, uh, you know, my room is cluttered. I got a ton of shit in my room. There's really not a lot of room. So, like, even while we were playing this, like, we were constantly bumping in. Punching. The the heat is out at my house right now, (laughs) so I have, like, a a little space heater. And, like... That's a big space heater. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got a a big little space heater uh, in the room. And, um, like, John kept punching it because, like, it was on the floor in front of us. I was trying to grab And every time he would reach down to get a gun, he would constantly, like, reach down and just punch the space heater. (laughs) I was punching the window. Yeah, my glass cabinet that all my my DSs are in and stuff. He kept uh, kept hitting that. Yeah, I think you lost two or three pets from him just punching them. I punched myself in the face a couple times. A couple times? (laughs) He punched himself in the face. That's weird, because you should know where your own face is. Like, I can understand not knowing where the space heater is or the window, but I should know where the VR helmet is. Yeah, it's because the helmet. It's because the helmet. And, like, I was using... Because in in the VR, I had guns in my hand. I was trying to block my face from getting hit. You shouldn't put the guns anywhere near your face. That's on you. No, because you can you can block the bullets. Like you can knock the bullets out of this guy. So yeah, yeah. I like went to go knock the bullets. So like this a guy. bullet would be like coming at his face, and you'd be like, "I'm gonna knock this bullet out." Instead, oh. I'm just gonna punch myself in the face with the move controller. Smart. Yeah, dude, I you should know by now. Smart. <laughs> this is very in line with the way I am. Well, John, did you play anything else this week that didn't require you to punch yourself in the face? Uh, I played a lot of Dead Cells, and I got pretty far in it actually. Um, I can't get to the last boss yet. But I'm like starting to understand like the mechanics and stuff like that. I went and got all of the. There's different runes that like help you get to the later levels that aren't necessarily pertinent to beating the last boss. They're just pertinent to like getting extra stuff to make the last boss easier. Um, so I got all of those. There's four of them. 
and one of them was like super hard and i got it on my first try um i just had like a super awesome build and um actually i have like a game paused right now because i got pretty decently far into it and i'm just like wrecking dudes so i'm like i need to finish this at a later date yeah um, nice but it's yeah it's it's great i'm enjoying the crap out of the 20 dollars i spent on it yeah yeah, it sounds like you've gotten a lot out of it too. For like, and it's not a forty dollars game, which is no, better. yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. And the com- there's like comedy in it too. Like there's stuff you come across, and like the way that your character interacts with it is really funny. So like there's all these dead bodies everywhere, and you don't know like what's happening. There's some sort of plague. Um, and at one point, I like jumped down a well, and there's like a bunch of things down there, and then there's like a bloated dead body, and he's like, "Gross! This body's like stuck down in this well, and it's been here for a while. It's all bloated." And he's like, "Hmm." And he just stomps on it. He goes, nope, still gross. Because, like, sometimes they give you stuff. So the game's, like, thinking that, like, oh, maybe if I poke it again, it'll give me something. He's like, nope, <laughs> just gross, disgusting, bloated dead body. Nice. Yeah. So it's it's super fun. Uh, and, and very aggravating. Haven't punched myself in the face yet. So. <laughs> now that you play anything, Adam? No. Okay. No, I, uh, I, didn't, I don't have an excuse as to why I didn't. I just, there's nothing really out that I'm like, oh, man, I really need to go play that. Uh, other than Tetris Effect on Friday coming out. And even then, like, I was busy all day yesterday and just, like, wanted to not do anything today. So I was like, I'm not going, I'm not going to do it. Sometimes you just need a week to... Yeah, well, it's been a couple weeks since I've really played anything, but I haven't really, nothing's come out that's, like, really jazzed me. Like, Mario Party was the last thing that I, like, bought. And I'm just kind of like, okay. Like, I'll play it when people are around. Right, it's another shared experience game. Yeah, exactly. I'm not playing that by myself. No. I don't necessarily need to. Um... But yeah, I don't, there's nothing really out. Because like, I'm, nobody put, nobody put out games around Red Dead because everybody knew, oh, you're just gonna, everyone's just going to be playing Red Dead. We're not going to compete. But I'm not playing Red Dead, so it's this weird lull of the... Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of stuff I can go back and play. Like, I should probably play the older Tomb Raider so I can go play the new Tomb Raider. But And I still have Assassin's Creed that I may or may not go back to playing. Hitman oh, yeah, comes out. got that free one, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, probably not going to play it, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's there, and I could if I wanted to. Yes, there's the yeah. option. Yeah. And Hitman comes out next week, too. Oh, see, I am kind of intrigued by that. I'm Me, hearing, too. I keep getting things. ads about it on YouTube, and, like, they keep saying, like, these are the things that are different from the first game that you've been clamoring for. And I was just like, man, this sounds so awesome, but I really don't want to sink 60 bucks into a game right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Because, uh, like, I liked the sniper challenge that I got when I, like, got the demo thing for yeah. it. Uh, and that's fun, but I don't know if it's going to be $60 fun. Right. Like, I want more than just the one mission, but I also don't know that I want to... They said it's a full-fledged mode in the game. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. And, like, I'm definitely down to, like, you know, kill Sean Bean and do all these different things, but I don't know if I'm going to jump right into it. We'll see. Uh, there's there's some stuff coming out in a couple weeks that I've got my eye on, so yeah. I'll probably be getting into more things later. Uh, but that'll do it for what we played this week. So we'll jump right into the big story of the week, which was a huge surprise to everyone in this room because none of us had heard of it until after it was over. Uh, Microsoft held their first ever. Oh, this is a first ever also? Uh, I Maybe. I don't know. I I've literally know nothing it. about this event. Uh, XO 2018 uh, or XO 18 is what it's called. And it was an Xbox conference, like a strictly Xbox conference, much like uh, PSX, uh, PlayStation experience. Should have been. Uh, that they normally comes in December, so I've known of that for several years. And Nintendo Directs happen every so often. I've never heard of XO18 until it was over, and I well, saw the news articles about it. Quickly look and see if there was an XO17. I don't, I don't think, think so, there was because I feel like they would have announced last year at E3, not this pat, not this year at E3, but last year at E3 they would have done 
the Xbox S and then the Xbox One X would have come out around this time. Yeah. And so they wouldn't have had a need for a big conference to unveil anything because they just had a new console come out. So I feel like this is the first one. But again, I didn't. I hadn't heard of it until it was over. Yeah, until we were like, "Oh, this was a thing." And yeah, I was like, like reading news about it while we were. I was chilling with Joe, and I was like, "This is happening right now." <laughs> like, yeah. like, I wonder if this is something. Yeah, I don't see anything about any previous ones beyond that. I wonder if this is something where um, Sony announced that they weren't doing their event, so Microsoft threw one together really quickly as a like. I don't know. I didn't like watch a, it. Ha, so. ha, like we threw together our own special event for this. Maybe it just seemed weird because I saw. Normally, when there are conferences for anything, like when Google's about to unveil new phones, when Apple does their iPad, iPhone, i whatever event, uh, I always see articles for the entire week leading up to it about here's how and when you can watch it. Here's what we're predicting might happen. Here's the yeah. You know, here's a rumor of something that may be unveiled. Like, even the BlizzCon stuff, which is, like, a developer special thing, which is smaller than a Microsoft one, you hear rumors and speculation. And I knew when BlizzCon was coming, and I don't pay attention to Blizzard or anything. Right. But I didn't know a Microsoft conference was coming. Like, I saw nothing about this. On yeah, Saturday same. night, too. Yeah. That was the other weird thing. Like, not on a weekday, which is fine. Like... It wasn't like Friday night as a keynote to open a fan event. It no. was Saturday, Saturday evening. Yeah. It was just, it was weird. I mean, and they announced some stuff that's like kind of important. So we're going to go through all of it, but we just had to mention off the top what a surprise it was. And I'm sure there are Xbox diehards that are like, oh, I've been looking forward to this for months. What are you guys talking about? But again, I don't have an Xbox. Maybe there was stuff on the dashboard I didn't see, but oh, yeah, and I you guys didn't know either, but I don't know when the last time you were. I mean, I turn my Xbox on every day. I mean, I play Red Dead on my Xbox, so... That's right, you bought it on your Xbox. Yeah. The dashboard also isn't very... uh, Like, comparing the dashboard to the the uh, the PS4 dash... Crossbar. Crossbar. um, The dashboard isn't very advertiser... Not friendly, but, like, advertiser-laden. There's usually only two ads on the front page. And well, they're, they're small. One's towards gold and one's towards whatever. You would think that their event would be like... Yeah, I think I'd see a banner right or something. Right, like, right. You'd think that there'd be... And admittedly, like, I've been doing it long enough where, like, my mind just instantly blocks those out anyways. So, like, maybe they were there and I would see them the whole time. Oh, I check I them because I always think they're hilarious at what they, like, try and advertise. Oh, I mean, yeah. the gold one is always gold. But then yeah. the one the that's only, next the to it is, one's like, the only one I look at. usually FIFA-related or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but all right, so let's go through some of the stuff. Um, I mean, to me, there yeah, there was like one big piece of news. Everything else is just kind of like okay. All right, we'll start with the big piece of news. Uh, well, I, it's in order of how they were announced. Come on, now we have to guess. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, so first up, uh, they announced that uh, Player Unknown's Battleground was going to be added to uh, Xbox Live Games Pass. Sure. Uh, which is like okay, big, big deal. What is it? It's a thirty dollars game on Xbox. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's more value. That's true. Um, I mean, I you know, I just kind of assumed that that was going free to play. Yeah. Eventually. Well, that's what we all want. Yeah. But it's it's bound to happen. Yeah. And the, and the game is currently a uh, 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 free game weekend this weekend. Mm. So like. Well, that's over now. Y- well, as it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. But as of right now, for us, no. Uh, okay, so player knows getting out of Game Pass. Uh, okay, uh, they announced the. Uh, release window for Crackdown 3, uh, which is going to be mid-February 2019. They announced the release date for Crackdown 3. Oh, was there an actual date? February the 13th or 15th? I yeah. hope it's a Friday. 
Oh, it won't be. It's a Tuesday. Oh, yeah, right. February 15th, 2019. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, like, part of me just kind of goes like, mm, sure. No, it'll come out. It'll just well, be buggy said, as shit. Well, they said that it's not getting pushed back anymore. Right. So which it's just either means coming it's out buggy. or it's getting canceled. Well, yeah, they, <laughs> they can say that. That doesn't necessarily mean... We're like, we promise we won't push it back. Sure, we need to push it back. No, I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be like a Tony Hawk scenario where it comes out and there's like a 90 gig install like the second you put the disc in because it won't work without it. Yeah, probably. Well, uh, every game comes with a giant install that won't work without it. You mean up, You mean like day one patch? Well, yeah, Tony, when Tony Hawk came out, you the, the disc was just a disc. It didn't do anything. If you weren't connected to the internet, you couldn't play the game. Hmm. Um, I mean, and also, I, I still, I just can't bring myself to care about this game. It's one of those things it's where it's... just been too long and too bumpy of a road for me to just give a rat's ass. Well, it just come out. Like, either let me play it, and then we'll talk about it, or I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's... No news is going to be exciting to anyone anticipating this game, because they just want the game. So either put it out, or don't talk about it. It's, it's and granted, giving a forever syndrome, where, like, it just got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, and then people are like... I don't even care if it comes out anymore, honestly. I don't even think people were that jazzed before it got delayed and delayed and delayed. It's Crackdown. Like it's... I do like Crackdown, Crackdown though. 1 was a very big, very important game. Mainly because it, like, it got the, the hype because of Halo. the beta for Halo 3. <laughs> That's why it's important in the annals of... But uh... people enjoyed it. Like Me and all of my friends, we played a lot of that game. Oh, yeah, well, yeah because there was no expectations it. for it. You, True. You're like, alright, I'm buying this so I can get the beta for Halo 3. Oh, look, we got a good game out of it. That's yeah. cool. It was and also I think like pre like the over inundation of collectathon open world games. I mean, yeah, it was kind of the one that like really made that the thing. Right now, every Ubisoft game is just Crackdown, but prettier. Pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, they also showed off the uh, a new trailer focusing on the multiplayer mode, which like it did look kind of cool, but like I don't know if it's enough to yeah. get me to care. You know, like maybe it'd be fun if I had more people to play it, but like I don't want to buy it, and I don't know anyone else that wants to buy it. Yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, this will change when there's more hands-on previews. Oh and yeah, for sure. When reviews start coming out, so once we get through the holidays into like January, when it's like, all right, you know, everyone's got all their holiday games. They're looking forward to this, you know, crazy amount of games coming in February. Let's start doing previews and reviews and all these things. And maybe when people get hands-on, they're like. Guys, I know it was a joke about how long Crackdown 3 took, but trust us, it's worth it. It's amazing. It's 50,000 times better than Crackdown 2. Like, it's going to revolutionize what you think about Microsoft. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Get to that point, at least. Like, I know you have to give a release date eventually, and that's the news item here, but it is really just... Just, just, just Yeah. Just release it already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they showed off a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3, which um, confirmed the return of the 100 Acre Woods... <laughs> Uh, so Pooh Bear and all of his uh, little stuffed friends will be making their return. Sweet. Uh, which is like, okay, like they're in every game. So, But that's good that they at least confirm that they're back because everyone was worried like, oh, is this just Pixar Kingdom Hearts? Like, is there nothing is it, yeah, Disney? Yeah, is it well, all they've just shown the other stuff, stuff. Like the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Uh, yeah, I think they've confirmed uh, like, Wreck like, and Ralph stuff, stuff as well. Well, we're talking about like just the... CG stuff. Oh, yeah, like most of the Ralph thing, yeah. Pixar. That's yeah. what I was just saying. Yeah. But like most of the most of the promos and things they announce for this game are Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Wreck It Ralph, Tangled, like all of the newer animated Frozen. stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot of 
Mickey Mouse and Aladdin and and granted that stuff's probably in there and it's just not buzzworthy yeah. to show off. Well, because it's not latest. Exactly. It's, well, it's, it's not the, new to the franchise. It's also been like credited in the other games. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, but that's one nice of the, that's that one stuff, of the things yeah. that has had me slightly down in this game where I was like, yeah. I kind of really missed like the classic Disney stuff because I'm not a huge fan of new Disney. I'm a fan of old Disney. Uh, not a fan of new Disney. Not not, not a not a fan. Just not as much of a fan. Not, not a not a fan. <laughs> not a not, not a not, not a not fan. Oh, they're just doubling fan. down on how not a fan. You're like not a not a fan. More more <laughs> fan of the classic stuff than I am of the new gotcha. stuff. Um, I'm like like Pixar stuff is pretty good. I like some of that. Um, but I don't know, like, Tangled's great. Wreck-It Ralph is great. I was gonna say like Tangled was the last one that like I actually really really enjoyed. Big I didn't Hero really Six like. Is great. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't really like Big Hero Six so really? much. Yeah. I love uh, that movie. It's so good. Yeah. Big Hero 6, Frozen, that was just, eh. Um, uh, Wreck-It Ralph? What was the other one? I actually didn't, like, Wreck-It Ralph. Toy Story? Wreck-It Ralph, my complaint about Wreck-It Ralph was, I didn't I feel don't want to like, hear it. I didn't feel like <laughs> I got the movie I was promised. Because really? I thought it was going to be him going around to all this other video game stuff, and then 90% of it is just him in, like, candy car race sure. land. Yeah. And I was like, I don't that's care about the candy car race stuff yeah, as that's much as what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my problem with Wreck-It Ralph. I can understand that. Which I'm hoping that Wreck-It Ralph 2 has more actual video game related stuff now. Spoiler, it won't. Yeah, because <laughs> this one's about the it's internet. It's all going to be about Disney. Well, it's going to be about the internet. So it's yeah. going to be like, look, it's a joke about Snapchat. It's going to be all the problems that I There's assume the emoji movie had yeah. that I did yeah. yeah. Anything that's about the, like, you can't talk about the internet in a story like it's like it's the same problems that like ready player one has where it's just like okay cool you're just mentioning things that exist in the internet awesome oh look it's google Ooh, it's a pop-up ad but it's really annoying person who's a facsimile of a pop-up ad it's like uh-huh, salt is it. gonna be in there yeah cool yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, and so they confirmed the return of Winnie the Pooh. Also, uh, Organization 13, which was like the evil organization of the game. Finally, yeah. like they made their appearance and confirming that they are a part of the game as well. But they were gonna. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would be That's surprised by story. that. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 trilogy is gonna be added to backwards compatibility. Cool. We were just talking about that the other day. We were like, there was three of those? No, you were surprised that there was three. Yeah. I had to convince you that there were three. Well, because they weren't technically labeled one, two, and three. Yeah, it was one, two, and lightning lightning returns. returns, Yeah. Uh, Uh, Microsoft uh, acquired the developer of the Wasteland series, In Exile. Uh, Okay. So, uh, no, that was uh, kind of quickly overshadowed by the next announcement, which was Microsoft acquiring Obsidian Entertainment, which was a little bit more shocking than the uh, developer in Exile. This is the big one, right? This is the to big you? one. To you? Okay. Yeah. This was the big one to me as well. Uh, Obsidian, famous, of course, for Fallout New Vegas mm-hmm. uh, and South Park The Stick of Truth. And yes. Knights of the Old Republic 2. Oh, that's right. They did do Knights of the Old Republic 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. So clearly, Microsoft is showing that they want RPGs, because even... The Wasteland games are RPGs, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Wasteland series was um, this like spiritual successor, uh, spiritual successor to classic Fallout, which mm-hmm. was like the top-down isometric Fallout after they went to the first-person view mode. So this like they were like, all right, well, we'll make our own version of old-school uh, Fallout games. Yeah. So they've now bought two famed RPG developers mm-hmm. and a host of other developers that they announced back at E3. How are you feeling now about the slate of Microsoft first-party studios? 
Like, granted, they have to actually make games. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, the studios are impressive. I need to see games. Yeah. But now they have, uh, not that Obsidian didn't have the money before, but now they've got Microsoft money to make stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they've had Bethesda movie up, money up to this point. True. And they had Ubisoft. Yeah, but they were like Bethesda's, like, leftovers. They were like, oh, uh, we really don't want to make another Fallout. Can you make New Vegas for us, please? Yeah. But people, and then they made the best one. <laughs> I was going to say, people, like, think that Vegas is the best one. Yeah. So... And South Park was a great RPG. Granted, it was Baby's first RPG, but... Still, like, like they captured the spirit of it, right? So. If you're an Xbox owner, you have to be excited about the fact that there are RPG, RPG makers in their first-party lineup. Because Microsoft yeah. doesn't do RPGs. Not really. They're just the shooter company for the most part. Well, and not even ever anymore, because Bungie's gone, so... And even so, like, the last RPG... Wasn't Scalebound supposed to be an RPG before it got canceled? No, Scalebound was like a Double May Cry style... Gotcha. Like I feel like there was. I feel like there was an RPG that was. I mean, all the, the whatever Fable sequel they were going to end up doing before that oh, got canceled. That was the like four player, like four versus one type thing. Oh, they, was that was Fable. different. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you're an RPG fan and you have an Xbox and you're looking for new stuff, that's something to be excited about for the Xbox. Sure. Next yeah. One. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, up until right now, I don't exactly know how much of the stuff that Obsidian made was original. They, you know, made a lot of leftovers well yeah like branded stuff you know they they got ips to work with i wonder if they're going to get a different ip or if microsoft is just going to say like make your own rpg and make it good i'd like to see what they could do with their own or something yeah 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 what'd you say john maybe they make a halo rpg where like you play as a spartan or you know anything else in the universe and like you make your own character and everything that'd be cool yeah i wouldn't be surprised if a first project out is something where you take a microsoft owned ip like that's why i think you got or gears or it's maybe they're gonna reboot fable because they own that that ip since lion had got shut down that would be interesting yeah yeah it's it's still it's a cool step forward for xbox who notoriously doesn't make rpgs yeah uh next up was a uh, new trailer for just cause 4 uh i mean it's just cause four. Yeah, it's a lot of destruction. You fight tornadoes. A this lot time. of destruction and tornadoes and stuff. That one's a lot like Crackdown and the just just put it put it out. Yeah, like, I don't need to see new stuff from that. Maybe yeah, the people who play put it out that game will just gonna are they're gonna buy it. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, next up, they showed off a new game, which was a game called Void Bastards. Uh, it is a uh, strategy shooter uh, by the director of Bioshock. Okay. Do they talk about butt tickling in that one? Uh, probably. That's where the void is. Yes. <laughs> uh, next up, they announced uh, Microsoft's Black Friday deals. Cool. Was there anything notable on there? Uh, I mean, Xbox One X's are going to be a hundred dollars off. Yeah. Oh, so it's that's the systems, cool. not the games. Well, also well, they'll games. have. It was like all of their deals. But that's the big deal: is the fact that their most powerful console is now a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, I think uh, Xbox Game Pass is going to be on like a year subscription. Xbox Game Pass mm-hmm. going to be on sale also. Um, so, I mean, like, it just seems weird that you would hold a conference and then announce, like, sales on something. It just yeah. seems really out of place. They yeah. needed something to fill time. Probably. Well, obviously, they're not doing a good job of advertising things on their dashboard, so they <laughs> might as well just do it at a thing. Hey, everybody, come on in here. We want to announce it's going to be on sale in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they introduced, uh, uh, they had a trailer for Devil May Cry 5 where they introduced a practice mode. So, like, the trailer was for the training mode of cool. the game it's called the void so oh. i don't even know why it deserves its own Bastards. name either practice yeah not the game 
the practice mode practice. for the game. Not which a game. is called The Void. Not a game. So practice. just calling it practice mode. Practice. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, an- another game where people are going to buy it because it's Devil May yeah. Cry. And no one's going to be like, I was going to get Devil May Cry, but if only it had a practice mode called The Void, then I'd really get it. It's cool, but it's not a it's not a newsworthy item for a press conference or for a fan of again another no that's something that like another DM, void filler. <laughs> I, I'd much rather have the people making Devil May Cry put out a tweet that says like make sure to check out our all new practice mode where you can get good at the the combos. Right, okay? get good. Yeah, that's all I need. Just give me a tweet. I don't need to sit there as part of an event. Yeah, uh, they also announced uh, keyboard and mouse support. Um, that's coming, cool coming for such games such as Fortnite and uh, Warframe and also Crackdown 3 which I don't really seems weird for a keyboard and mouse game uh, for Crackdown 3 action game well yeah. it's going to be available on Windows as well oh true it's, it's day and date with, yeah because it's Microsoft first party so if there is cross platform multiplayer for Crackdown you'd want to give people the option to use mouse and keyboard as well true I would think that's probably why I mean yeah. that's great for Fortnite though, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the Fortnite one seems like uh, it might create a power imbalance within the game. Well, it definitely like will. the keyboard the uh, keyboard and mouse players will probably have the slight advantage over. Uh, but remember, players. on Xbox you can play with people on PC. So oh, they, so yeah, they already have that advantage. Yeah, so if you go and you squad up with people on PC and then go fight other people that are also playing on PC and Xbox is a power imbalance anyway. Yeah. So the fact that you know crossplay is bigger on Microsoft platform than the others, uh, with regards to PC, it makes sense. But yeah, it would suck if you're playing on mouse and keyboard, or you're playing on controller and you're in a game with well, ninety-nine other is, people on mouse yeah. and keyboard, you're gonna get wrecked. So, well, still cool though. It's, I mean, I'm the amount of the amount of um, uh, investment that people put into that game, I wouldn't surprise if a lot of people were like, "Oh wait, okay, so like this is the." This is the way you gotta play because this is the like the way that gives you the edge. Yeah. All the people it. that are like paying money to send their kids to Fortnite training school and stuff, they're gonna be like, "Mom, we need to buy a mouse and keyboard now for my Xbox because otherwise I'm gonna have a four percent like slower reaction yeah. time. Otherwise, everyone's gonna think I'm a noob. Yeah. I need a razor, black yeah. light keyboard. It needs to be mechanical and clicky. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Christmas coming up. Ask for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then there was also some minor updates for Player Unknown's Battleground and Sea of Thieves. So, what closed the show? Like, what was their big closing thing? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch. The last thing listed was the Devil May Cry stuff. Imagine so, ending a press conference. If that's the mode. end of the press conference, that's uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, like say something about your new Halo game, right? You, it's a Microsoft. This whole thing is weird to me because it's a thing that wasn't advertised. Like I said, I think it's legit. Like. PSX got canceled, so they said we need to make our own PSX. But it was like a fan thing, where like people could go to it. Like, how did people yeah, know right. to people, go to people this? People had to have like bought tickets in advance. And yeah, stuff. that's the thing. Like, I and maybe because it's Xbox, I, I put it out of sight, out of mind. But like, I usually try to write down stuff for the even the consoles I don't have when doing prep for this show. And I feel like at some point over the last six months or a year or whatever, I would have seen an article that is. Xbox announces XO18 fan event, press conference, whatever, tickets on sale here, like here's the information about it. And I feel like we would have talked about that had it ever been announced, but it wasn't. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, yeah, and they also announced a bunch of games that being added to Xbox Game Pass. Now, is it going over 100, or is it 
just some will come off and he's the next round coming um i believe that stuff is getting removed and they just announced like uh, another like 18 new games being added to it um which included some stuff like PUBG was the big one um uh the Hellblade Swan Sin was sacrifice. Setsunas or what is Sen- it? No. Senuas. Senuas, yeah. Yeah, Senuas sacrifice. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and like a, a bunch of other stuff that nobody would probably really care about. Well, the sequel to Ori is also on there, I think. The Will of the Wisps. Oh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Yeah, uh, which yeah, isn't probably. out yet. Maybe it's just day day and date release, or it is out. I don't remember. I think that was one of the ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was overall like, I mean, I didn't watch it live, so because no. I, I didn't find out about it, so it was over. Yeah, same I, here. <laughs> I saw an article that says here are all the big announcements from Microsoft's event, and I went, wait, what event? Oh, okay, yeah, there were a couple other things uh, that were added that wasn't on the other list, um, but I mean, nothing major. It's just like things like a new update for Minecraft, uh, the new DLC for uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, some Battlefield Five stuff. Uh, like I said, uh, some State of K two stuff, like mm-hmm. new announcements for up there. Yeah, just um, odds and ends. New characters for uh, that Jump Force game, the one oh, that yeah, has yeah. all the Bandai characters. Yep. Uh, although it's kind of lame because they weren't actually new characters, uh, because they announced. Uh, the Super Saiyan Blue version of Goku and Vegeta, and the Gold version of Frieza, which were they were already characters in the game, so it's just now they're update like upgraded versions are in the game, but uh, they're like treating it like they're new characters. Mm. So it's like, yeah, that doesn't really work. Oh, uh, Crackdown One is also free. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> just even though it was a, free, yeah, it was free it was... until November thirtieth, so you can download it until November thirtieth for free. Cool. Uh, yep, so that's pretty much everything. All in all, like, weird event. That's weird, just, yeah. I don't understand why it was a thing. None of those things other than the Obsidian purchase uh, or acquisition seem like they'd be enough to even make a news item, let alone... Yeah, and, like, like except for conference. except for the Void Bastard game, which was a new announcement, everything else was just announcements for games that were already known about yeah, and known and... about for a long time or out <laughs> yeah. for a long time what is, what is like I just, I just can't imagine people are sitting around going like man you know what i really need i really need a new update on what's going on with devil may cry 5 and crackdown 3. and crackdown 3 yeah yeah just a strange thing over like i'm glad this wasn't a thing that was like hyped because could you imagine the hype letdown if everyone's like good guys maybe that's why, that's, that's why we didn't hear so they weren't announcing it they're like we got nothing Maybe. We got nothing to talk about at this event. Yeah. Like, at least like, Sony. If, like, I wonder if they just threw the whole thing together because they needed an event to announce the Obsidian acquisition at. But do you? I feel like a press release is a big enough deal where you go, yeah, we're excited to work with Obsidian. You know, we've got some ideas for our next, for our first collaboration or their first game under the new Microsoft umbrella and we can't wait to get started. That's all we have to tell you. Like, that's it. I don't, I don't need more than that. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, let's strange. move on to the lightning round, not strange, lightning strange. round. That's right. Uh, we'll start with uh, Red Dead Redemption Online, which we all knew was coming. Now got narrowed down a little bit more to be coming out by the end of November. Well, the beta is coming. The beta out for the, the end, end of yeah. November. But the what's the difference? Well, I don't know. Really? Is, this, is this like a weekend beta, or is it a like it's just that's when it starts and starts going? I assume it's just going to be it goes and then. It... Mm. Yeah. Like, they didn't confirm any more information. They just said the beta will be out by the end. But I assume. Well, they said it was going to come out a month after the release of the game. Yeah, which would put it in line with. 
the 20th, mm-hmm. right? Because it came out the 20th of October. Was it the... Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I was in Arizona at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's about a month afterwards. And mm-hmm. um, I assume... I just because... like the fact that they call it the beta made me like kind of go like, isn't it just supposed to be out? Like, why is it a beta... Well, so you're not paying for it, so what does it matter if it's... But technically, I am paying for it because I bought the game. No, but I'm saying, like, you're not paying for that mode separately. Mm -hmm. It's not a separate thing where, like, I could... If it was a standalone game, I'd understand, like, oh, it's a free beta weekend while we stress test, and then on Tuesday, the game comes out and you have to buy it. Whereas here, it's like, if you're going to put it out, just let the beta run until it's out, and now it's a thing. Mm -hmm. And you take the beta tag off so people know that if there are bad things going on, that that's not okay they need to report it or what happened yeah beta mode yeah makes sense you excited for Red Dead Online? uh yeah I mean I'm more excited for Red Dead Online than I am for the actual main game um I'm just kind of hoping it's something that I don't like play for a little bit and then turn off and like never go back to that's and the only downside is like I have no one else to play it with yeah cause Tyler bought on PS4 yeah and I don't think I don't, I don't has he said anything about being excited for the multiplayer at all? no yeah, Tyler I, just he was, I was assuming he was just going to play the single player campaign. That was well, and also it. Tyler gets in and out of stuff super quickly, so he'll that's, probably be done by the time the online comes out. Anyway. Yeah, that's why I was basically like, I'm not going to bother like buying the PlayStation version. With him, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'll give it a try. Like I said, I don't really have anyone else to play with. That seemed kind of like the key fun part of playing GTA Online. Well, yeah, was, like, the online around. aspect of it. Yeah, well, like the with fun your of friends. Any online games. Yeah, yeah. Other you know, it might well. be fun to just like go around and shoot at other people. That was actually the key amount of fun that came out of the that one uh, out of uh, Red Dead Online, the first one, the original version, right? Uh, which was like kind of the beta for what GTA Online would become yeah. in the end. So, yep. like, it was fun to just kind of ride on a horse because, like, the way that one worked, I don't know how this one is going to work, but the way that one worked was you're on the same map as the main game and there's 16 of you and you're just kind of, like, going around and doing whatever you want. I mean, that's how GTA works also. But it was the kind of thing where, like, you'd just be going around and all of a sudden you'd see somebody else in the distance. You'd be like... I'm going to kill him. Yeah, it's either I'm going to kill him or, like, you know, like, friend or foe. Should I trust him? Is he going to start shooting at me? You get all tense and stuff. Because you don't know exactly what's going to go down. I, it's, it's it's like a shootout. Like, you're just kind of like... Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way the campaign was, too. You can walk by people and you'd be like, howdy. Yeah, but you can't, you can't dr- like figure out an actual person's right. reaction. Right, it's different. Versus the PC. PC, 90% of the time, you're just going to shoot them anyways, so why bother? But uh, on the online version, yeah. <laughs> maybe you can Fortnite dance. Yeah, Maybe. Do old time, old timey cowboy dances. Was there a cowboy dance? Would there just be a line dance at that point. I don't know. Line, line dance could be like a, thing. you know, like yeehaw. Oh yeah, the, you know, the like uh, lasso and rope, jump yeah. on it, jump mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, you do yeah, that yeah. one. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited. Dance. I'm excited to see what it is. I'm also prepared to be disappointed. Mm. Fair. So, we'll I see. mean, if GTA Online is any indication, you're in for a future of just Red Dead Online, and that's it. And you better like it, or good point. who cares? And I might as well enjoy it now before it gets ridiculous, and all of a sudden people are flying around on Pegasus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, to be fair, you could still fly around on a DeLorean because that existed in the Wild West as well. It's Back to the Future Part oh, Three. Oh shit! You're told right. All of us. He's not wrong. So, you're right. He's not wrong. Yeah. You know that's going to be a DLC at some point. A Absolutely. Car. Well, yeah. start playing before that happens. There was yeah. a part like where I was walking around and people were talking about cars. It's like somebody was like, "They got the horseless carriages now that go without on their own." It's crazy, the future. Sure. Man, if they only knew how crazy the future was. Boy, howdy. Uh, all right. Uh, lightning round. We got the more information on the next wave of Spider-Man PS4 DLC. 
Um, it's called Turf Wars, the second part of the City That Never Sleeps DLC. Uh, it's going to be out November 20th and focus on the villain Hammerhead, uh, which debuted in the last piece of DLC. So I'm pretty excited for Throwing that. grass at oh, you. That's right. I got Hammerhead and Tombstone confused for a second there. No, like, Tombstone's in the main game. Yeah. Regularly. Tombstone was awesome in that game. Tombstone was really cool in that yeah. game. I, like, I kind of wish there was more of him because I was like, I like this version of Tombstone a lot. Me too. Like the biker drug peddler as opposed to like the... Biz- I. I could never take the guy who's a businessman but looks like that seriously. Like you wouldn't. Who's a businessman whose skin is made of stone? Yeah, who's like his skin is, is made of fangs. weird stuff. Yeah, and he has fangs. Like he doesn't look like a guy you'd let be the CEO of your company. He looks like a guy who'd be the head of a biker gang who sells drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what he looks like. So I hate to be judgmental, but that's just what he looks like. Don't judge people by their looks. Listen, I I hate to do that because, you know, 2018 and all, but look at that guy. (laughs) He's made of stone. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to be the CEO of my big giant company, let alone, you know, running a criminal empire on top of that. Come on, guys. Let's get serious. Uh, But I like the character design they did for Hammerhead. Where he's clearly got this, like, he's got a scar on his forehead. Where you can they clearly see where the metal plate is. Yeah, where they would have implanted it. And he doesn't have his weird shaped head as, like, the other the version. flat top. Yeah, he doesn't have that, uh, which is nice because that just looks kind of silly when you're up against everybody else. It's more realistic looking. Uh, but I'm excited for more of that game, more DLC. So November the 20th, just a couple weeks away. Yeah. Uh, lightning round. Speaking of things coming November the 20th, which it looks like all of these things probably are. Uh, Beat Saber, the VR game that uh, everyone is very much looking forward to in this room, is coming out November the 20th as well. They said at E3 it would be by the end of 2018, and they're cutting it real close. So a couple weeks, and I heard that was why you guys even broke out the VR in the first place, was talking about Beat Saber. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a thing that got me to look in the store to notice that Tetris Effect had come out. So, yeah, I'm glad that it's all hooked up now, knowing that it's only a, a couple weeks away. We got to clear some space because that's definitely oh, going to be a lot of intense around. punching and well when that comes out you guys should just come here and we can play downstairs yeah. yes because i'm going to be wanting to play that immediately yeah, anyway, and with so. other people yeah, yeah exactly yeah. flailing around and whatnot well, start hooking up your ps4 vr now because, it technically uh, is like the box is always plugged in i think i just have to stretch the hdmi cables yeah because at one point i was routing through the box regardless and then i was getting weird lags and delays so i unplugged the box uh, to just plug into the TV. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not that hard. It's just I don't want to do it most Two of weeks. the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll be uh, real soon. Yeah, a week from Tuesday. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, very excited for that. Uh, it's also going to have exclusive content. Oh, I'm not really sure what that is uh, because I, I only know a little bit about the game. I just know I want to play it. I'm trying to think of, like, is there any PlayStation games with, like, iconic songs that would be in it of some kind? Maybe Parappa the Rappa songs or something uh, that could be in there. I mean, yeah. it could be anything. They could have just licensed X-Band to make a song for them. It's just not going to be on the PC. Well, it could be modes, too. Like, I'm not familiar with all the modes in the PC game. Yeah. Um, so, as I was reading the article, I was looking at uh, on the PlayStation blog. It outlines all of the things that are coming with it. Obviously, the downside is there won't be custom songs. Like, there can't be on PC, which is where a lot of the fun comes in with someone like playing duel of the fates from star Wars with the, like a the controller on each end. So yeah. it looks like a Darth Maul lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. That shit's really cool. Not going to be in the PlayStation <laughs> one. I'm sure. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. We're talking about conventions. Uh, there was a report this week that Diablo four was planned for BlizzCon. There was a video filmed with the creator of Diablo talking about it and they were going to announce it and then didn't. And then they were like, no, we made that video, 
with the guy talking about it, and it's probably a thing, but it was never planned for BlizzCon, and we didn't not announce it. Now, has anyone actually seen this video, or is it they just said that there's this video that exists? Because this just sounded like damage control to me. Um, so I don't. I think people have seen the video, but I don't know if anyone if it's oh, out there. Yeah, I don't think it's out there, but. Yeah. I, um, you know, they said that it was something that was made and everything was talked about. And they said that it, uh, they can confirm that the video was made. They dispute that it was planned for BlizzCon. So they, they maintained, they didn't take anything out of the show. There wasn't anything that they were going to announce, but then didn't. Um, so it's just a weird thing where like Diablo 4 technically exists, but also it doesn't in that like they're confirming that they are working on it because of this video that they made where they're confirmed that they're working on it. But didn't they didn't want actually to show it for some reason. Yeah, but they didn't actually want to confirm the word. They're just like, we made a video. So they leaked information about, about their... a video that's going to announce a game that hasn't gotten announced yet. Well, they didn't leak anything. Like, it was found out. Like people, It was leaked. <laughs> Someone... No, like sources talked to, uh, I believe it was Jason Schreier at Kotaku. Um, yeah, so he was doing a report on probably BlizzCon and probably talked to his contacts at Blizzard who said, yeah, it's a thing, like... They, they had this whole thing planned, and then he put that article out, and everyone was like, whoa, wait, what? And Blizzard was like, yeah, no, the video's real, but it wasn't planned for BlizzCon. Leave it alone. Go away. Like I said, I just, that, like, this, sound, sounds, this sounds like damage control. Yeah, most people are just be like, yeah, we don't comment on rumors, like, instead of them No, I mean, I think, I think somebody at Blizzard said, like, okay, like, Stryer's calling, so, well, like, then, have no, somebody say. Well, that's what I mean, too. Yeah. yeah. But then, uh, but then the, like, the logical response to that would be, we don't comment on rumors. But yeah. now that they're confirming it, it, this all just smells of, yeah, we need to... People are pissed at us, so let's, let's kind of just kind of give them oh, yeah, for sure. something to, like, get the heat off of us. Well, what they said originally was, first off, uh, that they hear the community and that they generally don't comment on rumors or speculation, uh, but wanted to say... Except for they, the guy talking to the press. But they wanted <laughs> to say that they didn't pull any announcements from BlizzCon this year or have plans for any other announcements. We do continue to have different teams working on multiple unannounced Diablo projects, and we look forward to announcing them when the time is right. So it's basically saying, like, yeah, it's real, but we don't want to talk about it right now. So we're not going to say that it's real, even though it is. But don't ask us, because it's real, but we don't want to talk about it. All right. Yeah, it seems sounds like damage control to me. That's I mean, fine. I don't doubt that somebody somewhere is working on Diablo 4. Well, like, they already said they were. Yeah. They're working on multiple projects multiple that are Diablo-related. Diablo well, related. I mean, that doesn't confirm Diablo 4. That no. could be like Diablo... Uh, Immortal 2. Or like Diablo... <laughs> already. Diablo card game of some kind. Yeah. Like something like that. Like a, a, a Diablo expansion. Diablo Netflix. For... Uh, here, uh, what's the fucking card game? Hearthstone, yeah, like a Diablo expansion for Hearthstone or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, but like, it is safe to assume that somebody's working on Diablo somewhere, like for somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Plus, it's silly to think that you would have made this video, planned it for BlizzCon, and then been like, you know what, we don't want to talk about it, and then saw the backlash to the crappy version of Diablo that you did announce, and not be like, hey, remember how we said we weren't going to do it? We need to because yeah, they are mad about now. what we're doing with Diablo, and we need to tell them that we're not just doing this mobile game we have this really cool diablo 4 over here and the video is ready to go let's just put it out there like let's just end the conference with one more thing and cue the video up i highly doubt they would have seen that and been like no all right i guess we are done with announcements okay bye <laughs> they're, they're like... waiting for their own nintendo style direct style announcement where they're gonna pump it out i guess yeah. and they're, they're diablo just it's just gonna be an e3. it's gonna be an e3 thing yeah and they probably they have film, to do it at e3 they probably just filmed that video with that guy 
while he's If the available. video even exists. I still well, they doubt, said the video exists. Well, they're saying the video exists. I doubt that it might exist. I mean, they could just be saying that to try and, like, yeah. you know, cool people down. Seems like a weird tactic to be like, no, we were totally gonna, but then we didn't. Right? Like, they should just come out and say, like, look, no, they we are making they Diablo gonna. 4. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But you say it's real or don't. Yeah. Because like, weird. It's a lot of dancing. We're working it. on Diablo projects. Could be Wink. 4. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. But we did make a video talking about Diablo 4, but we don't want to talk about or, it. Yeah. So, very strange. All right. Can continue doing a great job, Blizzard. You guys are really knocking it out of the park the last couple of weeks. So continue. Blizzard Activision. Yeah, excuse. <laughs> um, all right, uh, lightning round. Uh, we don't talk much about Fortnite on the show because we don't really play it all that often. But this one was too good not to talk about. Uh, NFL jerseys have come to Fortnite, uh, and while that normally wouldn't be, you know, whatever costumes in Fortnite wouldn't normally be newsworthy, uh, I threw it in there because it is quite some amount of fun. Now, Joe, uh, you saw this in the rundown earlier and wondered, are there NFL players wearing Fortnite jerseys, or are there NFL jerseys in Fortnite? And which did you decide on? Uh, I mean, like it, it seemed like the uh, outcome should have been, like, uh, Epic was paying some, like, low-rate third-tier football team to, like, put a Fortnite ad on their jersey. Not, I'm not saying, like, Fortnite big and huge letters on, like, things. No, but, like, like a patch. On, uh, a patch on, like, the, 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 the lower the back, back or, like, on their... Uh, lower so back. Fortnite tramp stamp on your jersey? Something like that, gotcha. yeah. Or, like, yeah. on their sleeve or something like that, they would have, like, a Fortnite. Because, I mean, you know, lots of uh, UK football, uh, soccer mm-hmm. uh, teams have, like, ads on their jerseys and stuff. Correct. So I just was like, oh, there's probably something along the lines of that. Um, but... Uh, that just seemed not silly enough. Uh, so I, w- I went with there must be football jerseys in Fortnite. There are football jerseys in Fortnite. Uh, it is a new costume that you can buy that lets you set any of the football teams that you want and any number one. Three. So the, all the teams in the NFL? Yeah, there's 32 teams in the NFL. So you can have the jersey for any one of them and you can set the number on the jersey, 1 to 99. Hmm. Um, so you could run around as your favorite player. Now, I can't see how that could go bad. Well, yeah, you'd think that there'd be no possibility in a game where it's all about shooting and you know having fun to, to go ahead and put NFL players in there. Uh, but it's hilarious what people have done with it because the internet is creative and great and wonderful when it's not being terrible and awful and stupid. Uh, some of the great ones that has two modes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's no in between. It's one or the other. Um, some of the, uh, the fun things that we've seen so far is a person wearing a Patriots 81, uh, holding some guns. Now, those of you that know football know that's Aaron Hernandez's number, a famed double murderer. Uh, I'm sorry. Accused. Was. Accused murderer. And uh, also was. <laughs> yes. Was past tense. Um, which is why he's no longer technically a convicted murderer is because his <laughs> conviction got thrown out because he's no longer with us. Uh, someone also then went and did Aaron Hernandez playing duos with OJ Simpson, which I thought was also fun. Uh, another, you know, acclaimed double murderer. <laughs> uh, but again, was because he was not convicted. Hey, hey, he's still yeah. with us. Yeah. yeah, but he just wasn't convicted. He got accused. Away. Yeah, accused oh. double murderer. He only went to jail for uh, was it, uh, armed robbery. Yeah, that's right. For stealing his own stuff. Stealing back. his own stuff back. That's right. Yeah. If the glove don't can't, fit, can't blame a man for that. You can. But, and they did. <laughs> and they did. And, and that's why he. And that's why he went to jail. Went yeah. to prison. Uh, some other ones. Uh, Michael Vick with a dog companion. A lot of people really enjoyed that one. Uh, I also saw a lot of uh, Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. 
by the by the benches. Is, is that an emo? Is there a take a knee emo? I'm I sure. think so. Yeah. Um, or you can probably crouch in the game, and it's oh yeah, I think it might just crouching. be the crouch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's the I think one of the soccer fields by a school or something in Fortnite. Uh, there's like bleachers, and so he's in front of the bleachers, just taking a knee, uh, which was great. Uh, let's see what other one did, did I see? Exploded hand. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, uh, Jason Jason Pierre Paul with a, uh, a set of fireworks on his back. Uh, those of you that remember a couple Fourth of Julys ago when he blew off half his hand uh, by holding some fireworks, like a like who, a real smart guy. Who yeah. was the football player who shot himself in the foot? Oh, oh. is the Giants player Paxco Burris? Yeah, so they Wait, they could what? do that. Oh, yeah, you, you don't remember the story? <laughs> well, he doesn't he doesn't do football. So. I know. He I mean, I've, I've heard of all the other stuff. Like I knew who Aaron Hernandez is. I knew about the guy blowing his hands off. Yeah. Um, no, Paxco Burris uh, several years ago was a Giants wide receiver who went to a nightclub. Uh, and had the gun tucked into the waistband of his sweatpants. Not jeans, not oh, like slacks. No. But Dude, he went to a nightclub in sweatpants. Yeah, well, Dude, he, he's in the NFL. He doesn't need to dress yeah. up. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can go to a nightclub in sweatpants. Like, if you're going to put a gun in your waistband, you got to make sure you got a belt on. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be sweatpants. And he accidentally shot himself in the foot. That's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who would have thought putting a gun in your sweatpants and could then, possibly uh, have terrible repercussions? And then but. somebody mocked him as a, a touchdown celebration and it like did the like guns in the air and then pointed down and shot himself in the foot and got in trouble for it pretty bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a no fun league. That's a that's a call out that needs to happen. Yeah. If you shoot yourself in the foot, like you yeah. gotta you gotta be prepared to take the heat from that. Yeah. yeah. The fireworks one, it's like, all right, accidents happen. You know, he was probably, maybe he was being unsafe. I'm sure he was. But the like, guy I work with blew his hand off with a... <laughs> that sounds just painful and awful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was... You described it to me. It was unpleasant to yeah, hear. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but that was still pretty funny. All the things that people have been able to do with the NFL jerseys that I can't believe they didn't think that through. Where it's like, you can set any number except the ones where we know it's going to be bad. Like, you can be the number one through 99 on the pages, but you can't be 81. Because... You know, we got guns in this game, and we just don't want. Them. Yeah, but then there would be controversy about the like, oh, they're retiring his number, and like we're usually retiring a number is a good thing. And so. no, I don't think there'd be anybody thinking they were going to retire that number. It would just be. I mean, oh, just, look, they don't want you to have a the jersey of a guy who had double murder conviction. I'm just gonna char- uh, chalk it up to Epic Games, um, just not counting on the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the way the that's internet works. Definitely the way. It they're is. just like, yeah, we're just gonna put football jerseys in, and what could go wrong with this? If anything, I would think it was the NFL not thinking of that, because Epic doesn't care if someone mocks Colin Kaepernick or Aaron Hernandez in their game. Like, what do they care? They got their money. They cash their check from the NFL. It should have been the NFL people being like, all right, put the jerseys in there, but we have some conditions, like don't be OJ Simpson, don't be Aaron Hernandez, don't be Michael Vick interacting with these different things like, now are these free or you have to pay for them? no you gotta pay for them. Gotta it's pay just for like them. anything else but yeah. is it like one bundle or you just have to buy each like individual jersey as far as i understand it's one bundle it's the nfl jersey bundle costume okay. and once you get that you can rather than changing the color scheme like you would be able to do you get the helmets also yeah okay cool yeah it's the whole thing it's pretty cool looking honestly like if i bought costumes in Fortnite, i would be tempted to do it just because it's it's cooler looking than some of the other ones. Mm. Like, I don't care about any, like, oh, dude dressed up in a bear head or a bunny costume. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't care about that. But the NFL players is cool, especially because so many of them have rough histories with guns and violence. <laughs> so, you know, it's just just smart marketing all oh, around. Somebody else has 81 now for the Patriots. Yeah, I'm sure they've given it to other people. <laughs> yeah, Cody but, Hollister has 81. But it's still a weird thing to, to well, be able to let like you that. do. Imagine being that guy. I, it's probably just given to him, or it, it know, might have been. You're like, like sitting there, and somebody's like, "All right, here's your like, you got signed to the Patriots, kid. Like, this is a big deal. Here's your jersey." And you're like, 
81. It could have been his college to like number. And yeah, no, that's what I, he wants to carry it over as. Plus, I'd, I'd want that. I'd be like, good. No, I want my name associated with this number, not the other guy. So I'm going to play my ass off and good. I want to you know, make know. this my own. They're like, number 81 for the Patriots out of the field. Everyone kind of goes like. <laughs> well, they don't really ever refer yeah. to number. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not it's synonymous the, necessarily with the player. It's not like Tom Brady, you know he's number 12 because he brands himself TB12. And there's always things that like tie his number into it. But a tight end wasn't making the same kind of play with his number. He wasn't around long enough, to be fair, mm, uh, to true. be able to do it. Uh, and he's see. not changing his last name to his number. In true. That's oh. right. He's not Chad Ochocinco. Ochocinco, yep. which is just 8-5. He didn't think that one through either. <laughs> well, it's still 8-5. He's right. Yeah, but you would think it'd be 85. Yeah, 8-5 and 85 are different. That's true. But like, if you're talking nicknames, hey, I'm 8-5. Ochocinco has a good ring to it. Yeah, it's better than... Ochenta Cinco. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't roll off the same way. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. Uh, turns out PlayStation Now is more profitable than Xbox Game Pass. I am it? completely blown away by this information. You are Jack's utter surprise. I like. Was that I sarcasm? Never, like, utter I never hear anyone talk about PlayStation Now. Me either. I I was actually surprised. So yeah. uh, to hear this, uh, let me pull up the specific. I've numbers. only ever heard people complain about PlayStation Live. Now. Because well, because PlayStation Now is just or now it's PS3 it games. And so it's PS3 games that you can't play backwards compatible on your system, so you play them in PlayStation Now. Like there are some PS4 games, but most of those games are the hits that are all under twenty bucks and go on sale all the time anyway. So the like the big crux of the service is the um, the PS3 games. But yeah, you don't hear about it. It's also been out a lot longer than Xbox Games Pass. Games Pass. So that's probably why it's just got a longer release window or release well no update. this isn't yeah, this, like, this is, this is like, like monthly sales yeah, uh, it's earned over 143 million dollars in 2018 uh, making it the most popular game subscription service uh, this is a report from super data research it makes up 52 percent of the game subscription market share wow um, where ea access is 33 percent and games pass is only 15 percent um yeah it's generated over three times the revenue as game pass uh, granted, it is double the price, so that would make up for at least being double I mean, it. But it's still, even at that point, the fact that Games Pass is only fifteen percent of the market seems bizarre to me. Like, I I don't use Games Pass, but like it does come across as a good deal because like you get new, brand new games on that. But they're Microsoft games, and how often are Microsoft putting out new games? Good like, point. Red Dead's not on there. Like big AAA third party titles aren't on there. Unless they're I, w- I would have thought it would at least have gotten a big boost from Sea of Thieves because I remember a lot of people signed up for Games Pass to play Sea of Thieves. Well, this Although is they probably have signed up for, for signed one for the month week. and then canceled it. Well, they signed up for the week free trial, played Sea of Thieves, was like, oh, it's not for me, and then left. Oh, or they then went out and then the bought the game and therefore never put anybody into Games Pass. Well, and this is also PlayStation 4's only way of playing backwards compatible stuff on your PS4, whereas the Xbox has all the Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. That's true. So like you needed Games Pass to play any 360 games. Right, right. You need, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Xbox, if you have a 360 game that's backwards compatible, you just stick in the disc or download it or any of the other stuff where it's games for gold still. So that makes sense in, in that aspect of it. If you really want to play your PS3 games and you don't have a PS3 anymore, you can subscribe to this. There, I guess there is PS2 games on there as well. It, even, it, I mean, that's, again, further improving yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm not necessarily surprised that it's more profitable than Games Pass. Just how much more profitable it is? Well, just that people are using it at all. Yeah. <laughs> like you know like I, I mean? said, I don't hear anyone talk about it. Yeah. The only except time for to hear somebody complain about how it's like a really 
poorly run because it's like streaming right it's not even download you can download it's oh, pseudo yeah. Yeah, yeah like it like streams in chunks and then you can download well and then the download's only recent too yeah yeah like yeah the downloads the play offline for ps4 and ps2 games is somewhat new um but yeah it is streaming like it streams pretty well i i remember playing uh you know games on my vita and on my playstation and they streamed pretty well i think i even streamed some stuff on the I have the Vita TV or whatever it was, or the PlayStation TV. Yeah, yeah. PS TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had that, and that streamed it fine as well. So it's not a it's not a bad service. It's just not a thing that I need to ever have because any of the games I would want to play, I already own them. So I feel weird about paying fifteen or twenty bucks a month to go play a game I already own when I could just turn on the PS3 if I really, really it's wanted to play. Twenty bucks it. a month. Yeah. Oof. It's got a bigger. Yeah, it's, it's got, got a, a bigger game it's more than hundred games. Yeah. Which yeah, is still like twenty bucks a month. Like, I wouldn't pay that hefty. for a lot of other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if yeah. that's the only thing you do, true, it, you're still saving a shitload of money on games that you wouldn't buy. Yeah. yeah, like I guess if you just bought a PS4 and never had a PS3 or a PS2, like you were an Xbox person or a Nintendo person, and you want to play those games, it's probably cheaper to do the PlayStation Now subscription than it is to go buy a PS3 and buy all the games and do the whole thing. Um, so I see the, the merit in it. It's just never been a thing for me. And I don't I don't ever see news about it. I don't ever see people talking about it, really. So it's surprising that it's made $143 million. Yeah. Year. I always see, like, Games Pass announcements. Like, new games added to Games Pass yeah. kind of stuff. I see but... them every now and again, but not with enough frequency where I would think, like, oh, this is a hugely profitable $150 million endeavor that Sony has. Oh, no, yeah. But I guess it just it goes to show that their purchase of that Gaikai service, however many years ago, hasn't completely gone to waste like I thought it did. Apparently not. Um, I wonder how this will impact PS5 and you know PlayStation consoles going forward. Will will this be always the uh, the reason for no backwards compatibility? Of like, hey, buy the PS5 and you'll be able to play all your PS4 games on PlayStation now. Well, also you gotta yeah. think like, okay, so this is the most profitable of these kind of services, but how in the like grand scheme of thing, how profitable are these services? Yeah, like, is it worth uh, the operating cost? Or like, oh, right, we got the most. Cost yeah, and... we got the most successful one. Right. But how much money do we make off of it? Like in the grand scheme of however money goes into the process of game development or well, I will tell you development. Uh, that subscription services across the board only account for, according to this report, only account for about six percent of overall PC and console revenue. So that's a so very small, only six yeah. percent of all of the money that go that comes from or so is earned by games. Three percent of total market is going to Games Pass or not Games Pass. Whatever it's PS called. Now. PS Now. Because it had 50% of that market, which is 6% of the total market. Sure. Yeah. So, so 3% of all money made on console and PC is made by PlayStation Now. But At least like, that's the way it seems. In 2018. Yeah. But like, I also wonder like how... like. They have to pay license fees for all of these hundred games. Like, I wonder what the the cost for the maintenance of the servers oh, and what, all that. What it is to operate PlayStation? Yeah, now? like it. That's great. It you know it made one hundred and fifty eight million dollars, but what's the cost? You know, it's just like a movie. You know, how much does a movie make in the box office versus how much does it cost to make it? Well, I don't know if this hundred forty three million is profit or if this is like just base gross. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot to break down in this uh, this super data information. So well, given the name of the website, it sounds like <laughs> yeah, super data. Exactly. Super. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm surprised by the news. Yeah, exactly. Kind of caught me off guard when you when you said that. Same. I was like, wow, really? It's 
it's just not a thing people talk about. So, yeah. but it's good that it's working. Like, I'm glad that people are using Games Pass and PlayStation Now and EA Access because those are worthwhile things, and gaming's gonna go that way eventually, I'm sure. So, if these services work great. I'm all I'm all for it because then eventually, if I do want to get on board with one, I want to know that it works and that it's enjoyable and that it's not a waste of time and not gonna disappear. Exactly. Uh, let's see. All right, lightning round. Speaking with more PlayStation 4 news, looks like uh, PUBG is coming to PlayStation 4 in the first week of December, December the 8th. Are you guys excited about PUBG on PS4? No. No. <laughs> Same. I already have it on Xbox, and I don't even play it on that, so okay. Yeah, originally I had heard that it was going free to play on Xbox before realizing that was just for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and then they added it to Games Pass, which means it's free for people who have Games Pass. Um, but everyone was like, oh, it's free to play because it's coming to PlayStation on the 8th, so they need to do something to get people playing it on Xbox rather than PlayStation. Let's just make it free. I would think that they'd want to make it free to play on their new PlayStation console because if you want people to play it on PlayStation, you're going to have to do something to combat Fortnite. Because everybody plays Fortnite on PS4. Yeah. If it So if it came to PlayStation 4 free, I would be excited for it. So I did enjoy it. And, you know, the three people in this room have PS4s. So, like, you know, I could play we with could you. Play it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not going to buy it again. No. I mean, I didn't buy it the first time. but Especially not for $30. Well, I bought it. Yeah. Joe, Joe bought it for me. <laughs> but when I can play Fortnite for free, or I can pay 60 bucks for Call of Duty and get the Blackout mode, which is... You know, everybody says it's great. Call of Duty is not my game. Like I had fun with it in that it's a good version of Battle Royale, but it's not a game that I enjoy, so I didn't get into it. But you can play Fortnite for free, pay $60 for Blackout, or pay 30 for PUBG. Like it doesn't seem like it, it doesn't seem like it has a place on the PlayStation platform when the other two things are much more popular and either more fully fledged or free. It, it should have been free a long time ago. Yeah. And like the Fortnite, like even the single player for Fortnite is becoming free next year anyway. So that's even more <laughs> Which of a reason. Is really weird because me and John were like looking at yeah. that and like they were almost trying to kind of trick people into thinking this was DLC. They are. Like the marketing of how they're marketing yeah, that. Like they, they're trying to make it sound like it's DLC for Fortnite Battle Royale is a single player campaign that's coming. That's how it's, it's advertised on yeah, Xbox. Yeah, so the fact that they're trying to advertise... The fact the single-player campaign was the game at first. Yeah, and the deal first. And the Battle Royale stuff was just a thing that they tossed out randomly. Yeah. Now they're trying to, like, trick people into thinking that the single-player campaign is, like, an add-on. Like, hey, remember that Fortnite Battle Royale game? There's a single-player mode coming out for it. Well, because it's, it's free. That's why. So they like, want to let you know that the thing that you haven't paid any money for is now going to have more stuff you don't have to pay for as opposed to like, hey, you know that free thing that you have? Want to pay some money and play the other part of it? People would be like, no. Well, it's just funny that there's so many people out there that I'm sure 90% of the audience of the people playing Fortnite Battle Royale aren't even aware that there was a single player campaign for the game. I uh, See, I don't think that because when you boot up the game, you have to decide, do you want to play single player or Battle Royale? Like, uh, really? I would have figured at that point they would have just gotten rid of that. Yeah, well, and, like, even weirder is it's not free right now. You can pre-order it. Like, there's, like, a Founders Pack that you can give money for it. And it says that it's a new PvE mood on Battle Royale, which is weird. And, like, on the Xbox, like, if you click on anything that's, like, a, an expansion or whatever, down below it says, like, it, it's, it's part of this package. And it says it's part of Fortnite Battle Royale. You already own this. So it's completely flipping itself around saying it's now an add-on to Battle Royale when really it's not. 
Mm. Yeah, it's like, do you want to pay for like bonus stuff for that free new DLC coming out for the uh, Fortnite? Well, that's kind of how it's been treated for a while since Fortnite took off anyway, because it's, hey, do you want to get the battle pass by the the save the world mode and you get a battle pass and you get the save the world mode and you get all these different things so it's always been kind of treated that aspect to it yeah (laughs) well whatever they're doing it's working anyway (laughs) yeah exactly so PUBG's got to do something for when it comes to PlayStation 4 if it wants to stand out in a clearly it's smack dab in the middle of the battle royale market in terms of price uh, yeah but the fact that it's being added to games pass seems like it wouldn't be going free. No, because, because why would you maybe pay $10 to give me a game that's free over there? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're marking it as a part of a thing that's a thing, a subscription-paid subscription service yeah. now is their like big point. But if the game is just free, why would it be part of a $10 subscription service? It doesn't make any sense. The only thing I could think of is if it went free-to-play eventually and it was still on Games Pass, then you just say, if you're a Games Pass member, you get skins or you get modes or you get something extra because you're paying that ten dollars a month joker and harley quinn oh i did i did finally see them by the way and it looks just as stupid as i thought of course so but yeah no PUBG's gonna have to do something or it's just gonna sit on ps4 and some people will play it i'm sure oh i'm I'm sure it's not gonna sell nothing like it'll still sell you know but you have to justify your existence on a couple hundred thousand copies or whatever million copies but it's not gonna put a dent in fortnite no. No. Especially now that you can play with other consoles on Fortnite. So. Yep. Yep. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. DLC for Final Fantasy 15, Joe. That was supposed to be coming. It's mm-hmm. not now, though. Want to tell no. us why? And uh, a really weird thing of something that I've really ne- never seen happen before. Um, Square Enix had a like, special live stream that they had uh, for uh, announcement stuff for Final Fantasy 15. And it was all just bad stuff for Final Fantasy 15. So I, I've never seen like anyone hold like a special live stream to announce how everything bad is going. It's very Japanese. Yeah, I guess. Apologizing maybe. for yeah. anything or, yeah. and everything. Yeah. So they announced that they were having a live stream and people tuned in expecting it to be like new information about the new DLC that was coming out because they did announce four new DLC packs coming out for Final Fantasy 15, which I'm surprised they're still making so much DLC for Final Fantasy 15. They have the standalone mode of the. Um, multiplayer yeah the thing's called comrades mode which yeah. is the multiplayer version yeah. of coming out so you don't need to have like the main game to play the comrades mode um but yeah so they had four dlcs that were supposed to be coming that people were looking forward to and they thought that this was going to be the event where they were going to get like the confirmation and stuff for it but instead they announced that the dlcs had been canceled um so the four dlcs that were supposed to be coming out for it which were called um I think only two were canceled out of the four. Uh, There were supposed to be four coming. Yeah, and only two of them were canceled. uh, And three of them were canceled. Three. I thought it was only two. Yeah. Uh, So there were supposed to be four coming. Uh, Episodes Noctis, Lunafreya, and Ariana uh, were all canceled. Uh, Not only that, they announced that uh, the director of the game uh, also uh, has left Square Enix... Uh, and that's the reason that they were all canceled. Basically, he said, like, he just randomly up and quit, it looks like. And, uh, you know, they were like, oh, okay, well, without him, we're just going to cancel the DLCs that he was working on. That's fair. Probably yeah. a good call if he quit. It's Honestly, weird to quit yeah. after the game is out. Like, People have lives. I know, but it's, it's a weird thing to be like, you've worked all throughout this whole game's process. The game came out. It's been out for a year and a half. And now you quit. 
like it, what I wonder what happened that made him quit now. Whereas he didn't maybe quit. Maybe this is his reason for quitting. Maybe he didn't want to shovel out DLC for a game that he thought was a complete package already. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah, because they won't admit it. And nobody will say. But. Uh, Which well, is again, he, fine. he actually Don't came out and he was the, the one that announced. Like he came on the stream to announce that he was leaving. Sure, and, and I'm yeah. sure that's why he was apologizing. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. We're, we're not going to make this anymore. Uh, but he didn't really give like any kind of reason for exactly why he that's was fine. leaving. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Per- I'm sure it's a personal choice. Yeah, and people have got yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to know. But it, it just seems like a weird thing that all of a sudden now he's quitting. I wonder what happened. I'm sure there's a bigger story there. Or maybe there isn't, but we'll never know either He way. said he was going on to like future endeavors, so I don't know if somebody like you know offered him a job and he decided to take it or not. Or was the DLC performing badly and they wanted to fire? Like, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there were four DLCs coming. Uh, they announced that the first one will be released because they were already far enough along in the production for it, so it will be released, but the other three will not. Huh. Yeah. I still haven't played it. My copy is still sealed. Yep. Mine's not sealed, but I still have my, like, Steelbook fancy edition of it. Uh, the Royal Edition keeps going on sale for, like, 25 bucks. I'm tempted to buy it, but I'm like, I already bought the game for 40 bucks. Like, why am I going to buy and it And haven't played it. And well, I like yeah, paid it for 40 and enjoyed it and wouldn't mind paying for it again. Well, the reason I want to buy it is because it's a with all the DLC as well. What? The Royal Edition comes with all the DLC right, and as it's, well. Right, and it's a Steelbook, like, a Steelcase, so I'm like... All the DLC you're not getting anymore. No, the DLC that's already There's already a ton of DLC. Like the Power Ranger DLC and everything. Which is actually why I was confused when I saw that this had happened, that there was... Even more coming? Yeah, because I thought the Royal Edition was the game and all the DLC. And they're like, yeah, it's the game and all the DLC, not excluding the DLC that's still coming. I can understand that, like, his reason for leaving is, like, they're done shilling out DLC for this game. Because, like, there's DLC for fucking everything. You buy cup noodles, there's DLC for cup noodles. For fucking Final Fantasy XV. Oh, yeah, but, like... They did that for uh, Final Fantasy fourteen too. Like I remember, I bought like sweet rolls in the vending machine at my old job because they had a code for something in Final Fantasy fourteen that a buddy of mine played. So like, like bought him sweet That's rolls so and I like, gave him a, like left him on his desk. I was like, here you go, enjoy the sword this gives you or whatever. Yeah. So maybe he's just done with it. Yeah. Again, Probably we'll never know. Well. No. Yeah. Or, I mean, we may never know, honestly, and then that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I demand to know. I'm right. flying to Japan tomorrow. Very American. So knocking his door. There you go. American we look board. forward to your report next week. Uh, <laughs> Lightning round. YouTube now available on the Switch. Have you used it, Joe? Nope. I did download it, but oh, I haven't okay. used it. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I'm did sure YouTube run fine on yeah. the Switch? Yeah. yeah. I was actually a little surprised because I thought that they had said that uh, they weren't going to bother with like video streaming stuff for the Switch just because they said like everybody already has 14 things that can do it. So like. It didn't seem like it was worth the time. Yeah, as far as I had understood it, that was the reason why they weren't rushing, but not that they were never going to okay, do Okay, so I just assumed that they weren't going to bother at that point. Yeah, because I, I feel like when it first came out, and again, this was you know almost two years ago when they announced the Switch and it was coming out, where they said, like, yeah, it'll probably have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all these things eventually, but we know that so many people have them in so many other areas where it's not priority number one for us to get YouTube working on the Switch. See, Which I think I, I was in the same, uh, like, believing in as Joe, because I remember them saying that, like, this isn't a video viewing screen, like, so we're not going to put video viewing stuff on it. Um, I mean, it kind of is. I wouldn't mind, like, if I was on a plane, like, I wouldn't mind watching something, a movie or whatever. Yeah, but no, I but think, I think there's, saying... there's much higher def things, yeah. like, my phone has a better resolution than 
the Switch does. It's not a 4K, 1080p, no. super fancy screen. It's but just it's like, like... It's a portable 720p HD screen, so it's not terrible. Mm. But uh, but that that's what I remember them saying as the yeah, reason yeah. for why it's not yeah. happening. And honestly, I think that it should. Like, if you're watching on a tiny screen, it doesn't need to be fucking crystal clear. No, it's always going to look better when you shrink it down anyway. Yeah, of course. But... Uh, cool. YouTube yeah. needs to exist on things. Yeah. It's just one of those things where I'm probably never going to use it, but I'm sure there will be people who love using it on their Switch, and it's fine. Yeah. So. Literally, I use the Switch so that I can watch YouTube on my 4K like HDR TV. Yeah. Like I'm playing the little screen so I can watch something on the big screen. Well, you're a person who like plays two things at once anyway. Like You'll have a movie on while you're playing a game. or Yeah. You know, what have you. Uh, you so. know, 95% of the time when I'm playing Red Dead, I'm watching something on my... Uh, it's fucking weird. I'm playing, like, watching something on my um, uh, iPad. Mm. Because I'm just riding the horse for 20 minutes, so I might as well watch a YouTube sure. video in the meantime. Yeah, while this person's riding through this majestic mountaintop that someone spent 100 hours a week working on, I'm going to watch this person open Pokemon cards. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. My uh, I've seen it in real time. That's true. You've been there. You've lived there. <laughs> Joe travels to Arizona, and now that's all he talks about. I'm a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> He's no different than the girls who expert. go abroad and come back talking with an yeah. accent and saying uh-huh. how great Europe is. Yeah, yeah. It's like Madonna. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same. There are a lot of ways in which you're just like Madonna, and I'm now finding that's another one. Or so Avril Lavigne. I'll add that. Yeah. To, I'll add that to the list of reasons Joe is like Madonna. Um, all right, uh, lightning round. The touch company for the very first time. <laughs> Uh, the company Prima Games uh, has been. Wait, you say you say Prima? Yeah, I say Prima. Prima. What? It's Prima. It's Prima. Yeah, they've said well, it on GameStop TV. Yet. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've always said Prima. They, oh. they have like the they have had advertisements for GameStop TV. Where yeah, it's I don't know if they get it right. I also I try really hard not to listen to GameStop TV. I had to. Well, yeah, well, I did we too. Did. But <laughs> I tried really hard to not let it permeate my brain. Ugh, um, all right. Well, however you say it at home, that's how we say it too. Um, Plyma. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they, it's been announced that they're shutting, shutting down. Um, so you'll still be able to buy strategy guides that are out there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Prima or Prima, whatever you say, we say that too, um, is a strategy mind. guide maker uh, of the all kinds everything. of things. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a co- there was a couple companies that did it, but this is one of the bigger ones. They were the, they they were the big yeah. uh, one, and they are not going to be commissioning any new strategy guides uh, going forward. So no games coming out in 2019 will have uh, Prima official strategy guides. How do you guys feel about that? I'm surprised about the death of strategy guides. I'm sad that it's happening um, because I actually still buy strategy guides. Do you really? uh, For like collector's items. Okay. Um, like uh, I, I like. The, I like all the like the Legend of Zelda ones that have like the really fancy hardcover. But that's because you're a Zelda guy who has like the Zelda encyclopedia yeah. and all the figurines. Yeah. And, and like I also buy the Pokemon ones when they come out to like add I to my Pokemon collection. I mean, probably not. I'm just saying I actually still buy strategy guides. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of like sad to know that like, you know, this this probably marks the end of the strategy guide because everyone just watches YouTube videos. Well, yeah, and like you can read an FAQ on any number of yeah. websites within Everyone the first goes to gamefacts.com. Yeah. Everyone watches YouTube videos. Like, there's no, even when you buy a Prima strategy guide, it comes with a thing in the back that says, go to our website. Enter for, like, this code. Enter and this you get code. The digital version. Yeah, and you get the digital version. That has version. videos. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, okay, like if I'm going to go online, like I might as well just go to any of the million of free open sourced strategy guide websites out yeah. there. 
Um, so yeah, I'm surprised that this it took this long, but I am sad to see like that end of an era kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I me mean, too. It, it is definitely a relic of uh, you know the before times of video games where you needed that if you wanted to find all these secrets because there was no internet. Uh, I remember. Like, I wore out the binding on my Super Mario Brothers 3. I bought, like, the Super Mario Odyssey one just because I wanted it. Oh, nice. Like, just because I was like, oh, it's a fancy, cool-looking, hardcover, like... Mario book. Mario book. Yeah. It's Mario. I like Mario. So, like, I wouldn't be sad to have this sitting on my shelf. I was honestly... The last one I bought was um, Yokai Watch. Uh, and then they said they weren't going to make a second one. And I was like, but, but, but why? But I, maybe this is part of their... The reason? Yeah. They were like, we already know we're going away. Yeah, it only needs to be like certain games that we know are going to guarantee. And s- things that'll come with obligatory uh, DLC, like skins, you know, that always come with the guides these days. Yeah, that was a, a thing I used to, uh, you know, back in the day, but I used to like, every if they had a strategy guide that came with like or special gunner, stuff, yeah. you know, like I remember like fable three you know you got exclusive stuff yeah. by buying the strategy yeah. guide well the thing with the thing with strategy guides for me is i feel like they were always putting out strategy guides for games that you didn't need a strategy guide for yeah Call like, of Duty. <laughs> i know what's in it but yes you walk don't, forward and shoot you don't need a madden strategy guide like i know yes. it has all the plays in there and it's probably easier to look at or but if whatever, you're somebody who knows enough about football you probably already know a lot of the plays anyways or if you don't know enough about football to know all the plays anyway you're not gonna like sit there and study a book to figure it out you're not you're just gonna They're, do coach suggestions yeah just hit x madden yeah. will suggest the best that's what i did when situation. i played madden i yeah. said this one looks interesting i like the way all the x's and the o's move I know football, and I still use coach suggestion because I just want to play the football game. I don't want to pick the plays. Like I want to play the football game. Until you find the one play that's broken, and then there's always one receiver that's never covered. Yeah. So, but so I feel like they, and maybe that wasn't the same company, but the strategy guide market was so saturated with bullshit that you didn't need. When it, like a like, rhythm game has a strategy guide, like when Rock Band was getting strategy guides, I was yeah. like, what? What am I gonna sit there and study the patterns of things yeah. as opposed to just playing them and getting used to it that way? I'm gonna yeah. like study the the positioning of buttons. Right. I mean, there are there are companies that still should make like I don't think Double Jump make guides anymore. But oh, they haven't made guides in forever. But like they should. I love their guides. They were great. JRPG guides need to still exist. Yeah, but like so like JRPG guides are fine. A Red Dead guide I get. A Skyrim guide makes sense because yeah. those are big, giant games. You yeah. have a lot of things to go and try to find. Like a game like Spider-Man doesn't need a strategy guide because everything is laid out for you on the map. Yeah, like, there's nothing that a book would tell you that just playing the game doesn't. Yeah, and I'm sure that there is one for Spider-Man. I got to look for one. I just went in and bought my game. I'm sure a strategy guide exists for that. It doesn't need to. But Fighting if... games don't need strategy guides because all of the inputs are in the menu of yeah, the game itself. Exactly. Um, so I feel like that probably had a lot to do with it. That also, and the internet. Well, and every game has DLC these days, so by the time the guide's out, like, all the DLC's not going to be covered in the guide, so... Well, Skyrim put out, like, six editions of their strategy guide. Every time there was a new DLC pack, they put out a new version of the book. I remember when uh, World of Warcraft came out, they put out the strategy guide, and then they also, it came with a binder... Uh, for you to print really? it to print out the deals like all the oh, updates and stuff. So that's like, pretty cool. It came with like a, a bind, you know, like a standard three school three ring binder yeah. that uh, you could go and like the instructions to go like to this website to print up the updates and stuff Nifty. for the strategy guide. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. But yeah, I just uh, it's sad that the strategy guides are dead. I mean, it was I, bound to happen. But I haven't bought a strategy guide, and I don't even know how long. 
The yeah. last strategy guides I even owned, I got for free from work. So <laughs> yeah, I have so many strategy guides at my house that I just was like, GameStop was like, throw these out. We don't need them anymore. I'd be like, so well, why many. the fuck would I throw out this guide? I'll Joe, you this. threw them out. I mean, I threw out all of those guides. I didn't take them. No, you threw them out, and then you fished them out of the garbage. Yes. Yeah, totally that happens. didn't take them. No. <laughs> there were a couple like hardcover ones that I took, but they're all in my parents' house. Like, I don't need to have them here. I don't want them on display necessarily. But, and, but I mean, some of them, like if you go through, some of them are worth a lot of money. Lego yeah. Batman? All my Lego guys are worth a lot. Yeah, the Lego Batman guide goes for like $40 on eBay. Well, that at least makes sense. Those are collectathons. Like, those yeah, have a that, lot of things one, that you need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tons of hidden for. stuff yeah. everywhere. Yeah. The, the Legend of Zelda guides used to go for a lot until they re-released them. Well, because yeah. those are also like really fancy looking. Well, but they yeah, were they were super limited, and they like came with the, they all came with leather uh, bookmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they released them in that collection, so now they're not worth much anyway. Yeah. There you go. Still, oh. end of an era. Yeah. Yep. Womp womp. It's it's sad. Mm. Speaking of end of an era, that's the end of the lightning round. Unless did I miss anything? No. Nope. Then that is the end of the lightning round. And the end of the podcast. And the end of this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast. No, nope, the podcast as a whole, I quit. Oh, all right. Bye, Joe. See you, bitches. All right. Another uh, thing that was bound to happen. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm just going to wrap it up. Like, nothing changed, because we don't even like you anyway. Oh. Um, but that'll do it, then, for the lightning round and for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you thought of the Xbox announcements at XO18. If you're excited for Red Dead Online, Beat Saber, or what your favorite combination of NFL jersey name, uh, teams and numbers are for Fortnite. Let us know at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening.